Do you watch any of the New Year's? Watch any New Year's stuff? It's 2022. What do you? What's your resolution for 2022? That's a good pre-show topic. Oh, uh, I kept it simple this year. I feel like I, when I stress myself out with like big ones, like last year, it's always like you on the verge. It's cold. Okay. No, <laughs> like last year, I stressed myself out because I was like getting a gym, right. getting there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I did like a lot of actually. I did some good things this year. I went to therapy. Good for you. Started going to the gym regularly. Good for you. Got on track with my fitness. Got a job I like. So now this year, I'm just going to keep it simple. I want to finish my sleeve. That's fun. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. It's fine. It's easy. What about you, Ethan? You got any New Year's resolutions? And it's totally okay to not have them either. Okay. Well, I have resolutions. (laughs) I just mean in general, right? (laughs) I seem like the kind of guy who might not, but I do. (laughs) Going to listen to some more audio books. Yeah? Read some more? Read more is a good one. Try to exercise and diet some more. I've been doing it. Yeah. Been doing it? But continuing. Looking a bit slimmer. That's good. Thank you. Good. What about you, Isaac? Holy fuck. <laughs> I was fucking knocked myself uh, I listen to Audible so much, and it just fucking sucks, because Jeff Bezos. I have no Amazon Prime, but I do yeah. have Audible. Audible. I know the other day when you were asking me, so when you were like, when you read books, do you read the actual book? I was like, I've never listened to an audiobook, ever. Yeah. Which is weird. That is... <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I only I only read the book. Like I I like to read the book. I Dude, feel like it's good for I've my brain. I've listened to like a couple uh, big, brain brain big brain over here. What can I say? Huh? I've listened to like a couple chapters of a book, but I've never listened to a whole book through. Like I listened yeah. to a yeah, couple no. chapters of uh, the first Game of Thrones book. It's a game changer. That's yeah. fair. Harry Potter books on audiobook. Buck J.K. Rowling, but pretty good stuff. Who do the, who do they do like multiple characters reading it? One person? Yeah. Do they do different voices? Yeah. Like, when you know, I make my Hermione, move. Hermione's got a serious voice. Draco's got a serious voice. You know what would be a cool hmm. career? What? Being a fucking audiobook narrator. I'd love to do that. It would seem really hard. Books yeah. are long. If there's any... Uh, how do you even get into that? I don't know. Who, I don't know. know. Anybody's well, we're hiring. on the first step. We're podcasting. That's, That's true. true. We've got nice got to get our voices out there. Yep, 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 yep. I hopefully, hopefully there's not like strangers listening to the podcast and this is their first time. See, I asked Calista about... Wall. I asked Calista about like live recording and stuff and she said she hates it not us doing it but just like in general because she hates to find out what the podcast people that she listens to look like oh but i, I love it i love that. to spoil that for myself i yeah. love to i love to think about what i think they look like and then look it up and be like wow, wow. i have a hard time thinking. differentiating voices unless i see the person personally i think that's fair too apparently a lot of people get mine and ethan's voice mixed up Really? Yeah. Really? That's what I've heard, yeah. But everyone's like, Isaac's Weasley voice, we can tell that's him for sure. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard I've a lot of people say that I have the best voice. I've never heard someone I have say that. they get confused. So. Well, that's really well because I hear that I have the nicest voice. Mm. Um, so that's where so, the confusion mm, is. Yeah. I think you're hearing the wrong I think, thing. I think what it is is that um, I, I just have the nicer voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I think that's what it is. You I don't got the smoker is. voice. I got the smoker voice. Are you kidding me? I smoked three... He, are you kidding? He smoked three cigarettes last night. <laughs> My New Year's resolution. That, that's such a random thing to say. Random. My New Year's resolution. My mom listens to this. She doesn't know you smoke cigarettes? Nope. She doesn't listen to the Patreon well, pre-show. <laughs> that's true. She might not be a Patreon subscriber. She doesn't know what Patreon is. Hi, Mom. She's not going to know how to set this thing up. <laughs> so, unless you help her out, I don't, she's I will, not going to hear it. You're going to make your mom subscribe to our Patreon? Is she disappointed in you for smoking? She uh, doesn't know yet. We'll find out. Well, I guess we'll find Please. out. Would she be? That'll be next week's pre-show. She goes to Wendover. I would love to change the subject. I'd love to do that. <laughs> My New Year's resolution <laughs> is, uh, I agree, I, I think I just, I want to be more consistent with reading. Everything else, though, I feel like I've been getting, like Jake said, I've been getting back into the gym, which has mm-hmm. been nice. Um I'm more focused on just kind of doing fun stuff this That's year. That's good. 
I think that's good for us. Let's do some yeah. fun shit. We got some fun shit going on this year. Mm-hmm. Got some vacations and shit planned. Yeah. More trips. Would love would love a stimulus check, Joe Biden. Biden. Would love that. Joe Biden's doing so much less than Donald Trump. Oh which God. which is like <laughs> fucked up. Like insane. And people are just kind of like letting it happen and not really everyone's like like coronavirus has almost never been worse and we have zero leadership in sight. Yeah. It's okay. not a Trump apologist thing. He's like he's a fight piece of shit and obviously he was doing it. To bump himself up in the election or whatever, but like, but the, Biden, I got some money under yeah. Donald Trump. And like, Biden's whole fucking campaign, like, such a big part of it was like, we need to do something. Right? Yeah. Remember when Kamala Harris said, said that we needed a two thousand dollars stimulus monthly until the end of the pandemic? Mm, sure do. She's mm. literally disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They. They. They got that VP money. I will say Joe Biden's lasted longer in the head chair than I thought he would. I thought for sure he was me. Oh yeah. Out of there by June keel, last year. Keel over. I didn't even think he was gonna keel over. I just thought he was gonna be like. It is a. It's an interesting cool. thing that it seems like Twitter has now come to the full circle of Trump was really funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, whenever people share the Trump clips, I, I kind of I feel bad like enjoying them because I'm like, guy did a lot of fucked up stuff, but hilarious, hilarious Boy, to have. A lot funnier than Joe is. Definitely one of the funniest presidents we've ever had. And and not even, <laughs> this is our Patreon <laughs> show. Like, Donald Trump ain't too bad. No, 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 not, not at all. Not saying. at all that. I just more it so mean though. like, it, and more so funny to like it's in a ridiculous marginal, right? way. Yeah, not like, like he's like saying jokes. I'm like, good one, Don. classic Donnie. Don. Yeah, mostly no, it's just, just like him being an idiot. Behavior is absurd. Like the, the whole funniest, him looking up at the sun thing. Hilarious. <laughs> or when funny. or when he found out that Ruth Gitter Ginsburg died, and he was like, "You're just telling me now for the first time." And he's like, and that music's playing in the background. He's like. <laughs> she was. Uh, it's just so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's just absurd. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for nothing, Joe. Yeah. Joe's not funny and he's awful. That's true. No well, money, no jokes. That's eight minutes. That's close enough. Let's call that. Call it good for the post show. Pre show, I mean. Fuck all Ten presidents. Minutes? Fuck all presidents. That's a good point. Yeah. I would have a. I would have. If it was Bernie, I would have a. I would still say fuck him, but I would feel a lot guiltier doing it. Oh, but, God. Yeah. Well, at least uh, it's not Bernie in the president's chair not doing anything. I don't have to be mad at Bernie <laughs> yeah, for a drone strike in Middle Eastern kids. So exactly. That's, that's exactly. a relief. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. More content like this to come. <laughs> All right, now into the regular show. Here we go in three, two, one. Welcome back to the Monolith Filmcast, the film podcast where we discuss news, reviews, and this year, I don't know, it's a new year. I don't, we're not, maybe we'll retire we're that. We we're dropping, dropping it. it. Yeah. I'm fine dropping We're it. dropping it. I, I've been thinking about <laughs> dropping it, but we'll, uh, we'll take the time off this season and, and we'll think of a new. That's a big decision. News, <laughs> reviews, and lots of booze. That's us this Ooh. weekend. Okay, wow, fair enough. That was great. Bringing it back. We're doing that one. News, reviews, and a lots of booze. Booze. too much booze oh, too yeah. much this booze. weekend. Yep, yep, um, yep. It is episode yeah, yeah, 70, yeah, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are on the last episode of season three. We figured out we were on season three, right? Yes, we're on season three. The finale. The season finale, finale yeah. of hope, season three. I hope three. Jake and Isaac get together by the end of this episode. I've been we'll see. There's been a lot of tension. Please. There's been a, a lot, lot of tension. tension. And now they can see the tension. Yeah. And it's there. It's there. Yeah. Cut it with a knife. Yeah. Uh, I'm Isaac. This is Jake. I don't have anything for you this week. And this is Ethan. That Ayo. fucking sucks. There you go. You could have done a... I was unprepared. I feel like you've been saying zingers all weekend. I know. Now I got to fucking... Yeah, we kinda, we're kind of over it. We're 
there's so many zingers this week, and it's hard to now that we're here. Zinged it's hard out. to like. Yeah, you know, I've zinged yeah. my last zing. Shit, uh, I had some good ones. I've had some God, good ones. If, We've if, all had some if good only ones. you listeners could know this. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Introduce me again. Pop, pop, pop. The, and this is Jake. That's Chaz Gum. Well, that's a that's an inside joke. Uh, if Chaz Gum is listening, funnier. he's like he's not. He if might, he is, not. welcome. If he's listening, I promise it wasn't a shit-talking joke, just a completely innocent misunderstanding joke where the name was involved and it <laughs> was funny. quite fucking hilarious. Very funny. Uh, yeah. This is the last episode of the season, though. It's New Year. We've been off for a couple weeks. This episode... You're oh, partying. We're doing our... We're doing... Th- today, what we're talking about is top films of 2021. Mm-hmm. Going to kind of review the year in general. Yep. Good year for movies overall. It was overall. a good year. Yeah. Big oh, disagree. Big disagree. Really? Ooh. Very disappointing year for movies. Oh, okay. I, I, disappointing, I can agree, but I, there were still some good ones. There were some good ones. Yeah. We got Beatles Get Back and Midnight Mass for sure. I think for it's, sure, it's disappointing sure. on the front that you're right because there's so many movies we were looking forward to that ended up fucking. At least Dune delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So but Dune delivered, and there was a lot of movies that I didn't expect to come out near the end of the year that were right. really good. Also, one other exciting thing about this episode is. Uh, the YouTube watchers are gonna, with a keen eye, will notice we're not in we're not in Kansas no more. We're in we're in lovely Lava Hot Springs, Idaho. That's right. Live I'm up, from I'm up lava. to here in lava. I'm literally up to here in lava. Live from lava. We are in our Lava Hot Springs vacation right now, recording live from our hotel room, folks. Uh, so don't get used to the sights. It's not permanent. Lava's a lot colder than it's made out to be. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good one. It's fucking uh, freezing. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. that's that's uh, I think we're I think we're ready to fucking dive into it. We've got plenty to talk about. So without further ado, let's jump right into the newsroom. But, splash. Splash. What uh, do we got in the news? Clay Thompson is coming back on Sunday to play for the Warriors again. He's been out for two years, and now he's finally back. The uh, the yeah. all time leader in. Most three pointers scored in a single third quarter. I will say a lot what of a pressure, a lot of pressure on that guy to come back. A lot back. of pressure, but he's so excited to come back. I I'm hope so, so excited to see him back. I'm a longtime Warriors fan. I liked him before they were good. Uh, more of a Jazz fan, but yeah. Let's wow. uh, let's get it out of the way That's also the news. while I'm while I'm trying to figure out where the, f- the last thing. We're talking sports. Can we talk yeah, about the Rose Bowl? Exactly, exactly. Let's go ahead and talk it. Yeah. <sighs> so the Utah Utes, the University of Utah running Utes, which who I said at the beginning of the season were going to take the whole national championship. Right. right. Immediately lost to BYU, which was insanely embarrassing. Oh, gee, wow, wow. They managed to turn their whole season around and get to the Rose Bowl, mm. which is the third best thing that you could get to in college football. Well, like PU. No. Yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and uh, so Utah made all their way to the Rose Bowl. And now I keep football. going, but I got to do my first live wardrobe change on the podcast because it's too hot. hot. Yeah. I got it. So, the Utes make it to the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, football is usually, there's usually less than 50 points scored, yeah. period. Yeah. Usually, sometimes it'll be 13 to 10 Highs or 9 to 0. Uh, very low scoring game. Uh, everyone comes over to my house to watch the Rose Bowl. And Strikes what do the Utes do? The game, there was, there was 35 points scored in two minutes in That's, this fucking game. Listen, I'm not literally. Even, Go ahead. I'm not like an avid football watcher, but watching this, I was like, this is crazy. As a passive Dolphins fan. Literally. I'm a passive Dolphins fan. Literally the most insane football game I've ever seen. Yeah, period. And I've been watching the Utes since 2007. That's fair. This is insane. Mm -hmm. By the end of the game, though, lost by a field goal at the very end are two best players out, fucking injured. And the QB, fucking concussion, Our our fucking star quarterback, fucking concussed in the fourth quarter. He stiff-armed. 
like it was scary. It was terrifying. Yeah, we scary. thought there may have been a, a yeah. lethality. So yeah. then the youths, the the youths lose. They lose to Ohio State Buckeyes, which is a slap in the face. But good team, still, at least. Good one of our best seasons ever. A, we got to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That's insane. I feel like I got spoiled. This is like one of the first games I've watched that I like actually like care about. It, and it, it was will literally never, never get that. Crazy. Another game you'll watch will yeah. never, unless you watch some random college football on a Saturday and yep, yep. no defense until, is present until the Vikings Steelers Super Bowl next year, which we can talk some Steelers news too. Yeah, well, go, ahead. go for it. <laughs> today is today is uh, sexual assault. Ben, big big sexual assault allegation. Ben's last football game with the Steelers. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, which means that ne- come next season, I'm I'm back to the black and yellow, folks. The mm-hmm. ugliest colors, not the ugliest colors. One of the ugliest colors in the league. Bumblebee but, uh, Isaac. Bumblebee Isaac's what, what they call, call me. Him. Big Steelers guy. Big not big Ben fan though, and so very happy to see him leave. And, uh, and now the Steelers we'll suck. And Steelers are gonna suck. That's all and right. Mike Tomlin's about to have his first losing record. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I can handle it. I can handle it. I got the Jazz still there. Yeah. And speaking of yeah, the Jazz, are like the fourth or fifth best team in the league right now. It really feels like they suck Number because one every loss feels like every a huge l- kick yeah. in my nuts. Yeah. But uh, pretty good. Agreed. The Jazz are still got it this season. It's a good time to be a Utah person in liking sports. You guys want to talk about the uh, Golden State Warriors jazz game? No. We watched it after the Utes, <laughs> and the Jazz also lost. It was a bad day but, to be a Utah sports fan. But we did not get our shit kicked in. No. We Same lost. thing. We held our own. We held, held our, our own. own. I don't yeah. remember watching For a while we were up. Point. For a yeah. while we were up. But, yeah, no, we lost. Yeah. yeah. Almost all lost. All right. Well, everyone's changed. Everyone's comfortable. You ready to talk about some movie news now? Movie. Sportscast is done. Sportscast talk. Okay. I guess I'm done. All right. He's, he's done. Um, I might be saying this name wrong. John Mark Valee, the Dallas Buyers Club, Big Little Lies director, has died age 58. Pretty shocking. Yeah. I was like, wow, I did not expect that. Never I think it's the same guy who also helped direct Sharp Objects. Damn. Uh, so, Good yeah. Director. Great director. Very sad. A lot so. of deaths in the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. We've got some big ones to report on. So, very sad. Rest very in sad. Peace, sir. Um, the Med- the Matrix Resurrections would have moved on with or without Lana Wachowski regardless, which pretty much yeah. confirms the whole theories with the movie, which is... The thing that they literally good. said in the movie. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Cool that Lana came back. Exactly. Good yep. for her. Gave us yeah, a, a movie. Some people really like that movie. Oh, yeah. H- Hugh Jackman. Some headasses. Yep. Yeah. Some headasses hate it. That's, That's just true. right in the middle. It is. It's it's a it's perfectly not mediocre bad. movie. Not that bad at all. Perfectly mediocre. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Hugh Jackman got COVID. He'll be all right. He'll be, he's he'll got the money. Dude, he'll be. He's fine. got adamant body. He's got adamant. He's got. He's got a. He, that body's not dying. Anymore. And he singing. And he sings. And he sings. Yeah, the music band got canceled because of it. And I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that beer whiskey combo, yeah, dude. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so we're gonna have to get a replay on Basil that. See so who did it. Basil Hayden breath. That's my that's my Mortal Kombat special combo. <laughs> uh, um, okay, Andrew Garfield likely returning as Spider Man. Spider Man, I mean, to fight Venom and the Sinister Six in the Amazing Spider Man Three. I'm okay with it. That's an insane headline. Yeah. Very cool, though. Very cool. If that is the case, I'm totally down. Totally on board with it. Did you guys I see he improv? I don't really want it to be the Sinister Six, though. I, Dude. That was the whole issue with the last movie. <laughs> We've gotten literally... so much Sinister Six stuff. I don't need it. Yeah. I, we really don't, dude. Focus yeah. on one, two, I don't even want tops. Venom. I don't even want Venom. Okay. Yeah. Shut. No. 
<laughs> well, okay, but I just <laughs> we, we don't have to dive into the whole Spider-Man. Wait, which Venom are you talking about? You're talking about the Tom Hardy Venom. I just more so mean like in general, I'm okay with seeing a new. I'm not against seeing Venom in any iteration. I just more so mean like I'd be okay if it was a new villain entirely. No, I want Venom. Okay, but I don't want it to be Tom Hardy. But I do think Tom Hardy's Venom. Eddie. I think Andrew Garfield and Tom Hardy's Venom kind of mesh. Mm. Yeah, that's I hard bad. disagree. Yeah, I, I don't know. I see what you're saying, and I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though. I do see what you're I'm saying. I'm not saying and I, I like it. And I'm the fact saying. that you said that, I'm kind of like, I'm actually, maybe saying, we don't need it. If we're gonna, yeah, if exactly. we're gonna establish <laughs> exactly. this, like, and we don't need that. symbiote in a, in some kind of Spider Verse, and it's Andrew Garfield Spider Man. I'm not. I don't hate it. I'll watch. That's it. fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, up next. Well, this isn't movie related, but Ghislaine Maxwell is going to federal prison. Let's go. And she will be committing suicide in a few days. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Quotes. Allegedly. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Allegedly. I guess guess it's true that good couples finish each other's sentences. Wow. (laughs) That's a joke I stole. You you came up with that. that I'm not going to say (laughs) it. He came up with that last night. I was about to give you mad props for that. I was like, that's a a classic. But uh, plagiarism is alive and well, folks. Yep. All right. Another death this week. Uh, This one was mostly surprising because I thought for sure this man was already dead. No disrespect, but I just didn't know that he was still alive. John Madden passed away oh, yeah. also not really film related but uh it's a weird thing that everyone yeah. freaked out about that because i don't even remember the last time he was in the public light well the last time he was in the public light was in 2009 when he retired and i think <laughs> that's what i was thinking of as his death like he thought he died what are they gonna call the video games now uh, I feel like people are like they're gonna change the name, and then like I, I, I feel like know. most people were like Madden was a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you think like, about it, it's like, well, yeah, I guess Madden doesn't Tom mean Clancy. anything. Football related. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Clancy died. They still use his name all over. That's right. True. Exactly. I guess it's a little different, but here's a weird one, or not a weird one, but a very sad one. Uh, Betty White also passed away this. Finally, week. a movie related. Yeah, this one's TV related a, at least. What's a, your uh, What was your first? Have you guys consumed any Betty White media, period? Outside of just, like, her public appearances and everybody being like, oh, I love Betty White, and mm-hmm. then, like, show a clip of her or something, I don't think I've yeah, consumed same. any media. Well, part. speaking of watching the fucking Rose Bowl as your introductory football game, mm-hmm. the only Betty White media I've, I've consumed was her SNL appearance, which was probably one of the funniest episodes of SNL. I heard it's period. really good, yeah. That's the first episode of SNL I ever watched. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, What year was that? Probably, like, 2009, something like that. Mm. Probably the same year that John Madden had his first death. <laughs> I'll have uh, to watch that one. Because, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of buzz about that SNL episode on Twitter also. Yeah, surrounding. it's pretty funny. It's pretty yeah, funny. So Rest in peace, Betty. Rest in peace, Betty White. Keanu Reeves in talks to star in Hulu series adaption of The Devil in the White City from Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio. I've seen that book all the time at Barnes & Noble and bookstores. See the cover of it everywhere. No idea what it's about, but sounds cool. Keanu. Sounds cool. I'm all about Keanu. Keanu is Beautiful, man. Uh, not, moving right along, moving right along. Sundance 2022's going virtual, canceling in-person festivities due to the, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, is it Omicron, Omnicron? I thought it was Omicron. There's Omicron. no N, though, Omicron. I think it's just Omicron, Omicron yeah. Oh, my cron. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> Sorted out. <laughs> the, uh, there's, you know, I mean, I, I think it's the right call. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's on, a, like... It makes me proud to be a Utah to see them making good decisions like Fair. that. Fair. Yeah, I feel like... Some other festivals might not have that kind of foresight. The only thing that makes me nervous, though, is does that mean we've got another Salt Lake Film Society shut down in the cards? <sighs> I don't think so. I, I hope don't not. think so. SLFS has I think, definitely been very, like... Like, you got to show your vaccine card. you yeah, got to wear yeah. a mask it, every time you there's go. There's some steps to see a movie yeah, there, for they're sure. They're definitely Although, taking it very seriously. On the other hand of this unfortunate thing is that they... 
basically laid off a bunch of people, and that was how they let them know. They just were like, news articles, boom, we're not doing it anymore. Oh, fuck. And that's how everyone found that's out. That's fucked up. That's but fucked. also at the same time, I was thinking, I'm like, isn't most of it volunteers, Exactly, though? and it's all seasonal anyways. Yeah, hmm. but still, kind of shitty. It is fucked, yeah. It, I, I mean, they should have definitely let people know first. I think but, also another big yeah. question about this is just if, if the prices are going to change at all. Because they're right. pretty fucking outrageous beforehand. And it's like, it, that's like next week or the week after. Yeah, it's and very it's in a couple soon. weeks. And that's, the, that's the thing is I'm like, you guys are about to refund tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars of in-person festive yeah, like yeah, ticket yeah, packages. Yeah. You got to do something to make that money back. Yeah. Roll me out that another, another give me, fucking give me hundred. 20 movies to watch, yeah, please. Bucks, I'm going to watch 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all in all, probably the right call. Up next, Prime Video's Fallout TV series is moving forward with Jonathan Nolan set to direct, based on the popular video game series Fallout. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Are you talking about something else now? (laughs) Here's the thing. Um, I'm not, like, Prime Video immediately distrust it. Right. Whoa, Prime Video has some great shows. They do, but that's what I mean. You have to. It's like it's co- it's show by show. Like yeah. they're one of those like that's pump true. out shows that like yeah. it's got to be sp- like. Whereas when it's HBO announcing something, I'm yeah. usually like, oh, mm. yeah. But I wonder uh, if they're gonna follow a storyline from one of the games, or if they're just gonna use the world from the games. I feel like they're just gonna use the world because I'm like, what storyline would you follow? And also, it's a, it's like a a game where like the story changes based on choices. You make. Right. So like that's how, kind of right. Like fuck up everything. Yeah. yeah um, but it would be cool if it was yeah. set in a place we haven't seen yet in one of the games. Right. Yeah. I have a feeling like they'll use some of that like vaulty kind of stuff. That could be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jonathan Nolan setting to direct. He was involved in Westworld. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. He directed cool. the pilot. I don't think he directed anything else. He's Christopher Westworld, Nolan's brother, isn't he? He's Christopher Nolan. He's one he's of the real? creators. He's involved in all those movies. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's one of the creators of Westworld. Uh-huh, and he did direct the first episode. He's a producer on all the Christopher Nolan movies, I'm pretty sure. Strong sign. Right I mean, who, I could yeah. totally see this coming out and it being like, wow, that was actually really, that was really good. cool. Or Christopher Nolan is like, little bro. Fallout, what are you come doing? on. What are you doing? That's not even the best Bethesda game. Christopher Nolan has no room to talk. Bro. He just made fucking Tenant. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool to see like how much love like video games are getting in TV That's movie. true. We're getting it's Last true. of Us this year. Last it's of not us. love. It's just greedy. It's just greedy. That's fair. Mm. But as a as a avid adapter of video game media consumer, <laughs> we get it regardless. So. And also, yeah, this is, is aligned with my opinion on just like, if you're going to adapt a video game to some kind of like Visual media, it's got to be a TV show. It's got it, yeah. Almost that's true. always. Yeah, that's I, true. I Mortal Kombat is like big time. The closest, the... but that's also because of the plot of the game. It's yeah, not, it's absurd yeah. and ridiculous. So yeah. right, um, season three, I believe, of the boys coming back June third. Yep. <sighs> God damn, I'm excited. The for boys that. are back, and the boys will be back in June. Well, the boys are gonna leave. For a couple months. These boys? These boys. These boys, boys are going to be gone. Them, them boys hiatus. are coming back, Yeah, though. but they'll come back, too. Them boys are back. So, uh, maybe we'll, who knows? Maybe we'll do a Patreon-exclusive The Boys episode. Yeah, episodic. who knows? Maybe I'll watch Rerun. it. Who knows? It's a oh, great show. Did you, you didn't like Invincible, or you just thought it was fine? It's fine. It's better than Invincible, for sure. Okay. So I'm still... I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like they're both just so good. I think I like Invincible better, but... I think, oh, I think the world's forgotten Invincible after yeah. it came out. I haven't heard I, a single person uh, Invincible, mention that word. Invincible, pretty forgettable. The boys very excited for that, right? Had this news been Invincible season two announcement, I'd been like, okay. But boys coming back, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Okay, so, I, get, I, I actually, might I'll give it a shot. Uh, when Dev, you start watching it, let me know because I would like to watch the first episode with you. Down. Dev Patel has joined Benedict Cumberbatch in Wes Anderson's adaptions of Roald Dahl. I think that's how you say his name. The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. This is the same guy that wrote Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, and BFG. Big fucking wow. giant. <laughs> big, big fucking guy. Big fucking guy. guy. <laughs> big fucking guy. 
Uh, cool. Good for Dev Patel and Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, West, That'll be fun. Wes Anderson doing a role doll. That'll be fun. That'll be cool. That'll be yeah. really fun. Another sad one. Sidney Poitier, the first black actor to win a Best Actor best Acting Oscar, has died at age 94. Literal trailblazer in Hollywood. Pretty sad. Uh, again, I didn't. I actually didn't realize that he hadn't passed away yet. I thought I was like, oh shit, that's even more sad. I didn't realize mm-hmm. he was still alive and doing stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty sad. It's also interesting because I just watched a movie of his this week that I, before he had died, complete coincidence. And I was just like, hmm, that's a lot weirder when you have just seen that person who just died. Scary. Um, yeah, it was weird. So rest in peace to Sydney. Rest in, rest peace, in peace to Betty. Rest in peace to John. And R.I.P. The John, the John guy, the Big Little Lies director. Rest in peace to those four. <laughs> Okay. Everyone else, we lost the last. And two rest weeks. in peace to Pixar's Red. Yeah, uh, Pixar's Turning Red, which I saw a trailer for uh, before West Side Story. Actually, looks really good. Looks like basically <laughs> Pixar's version of like the closest thing they can do for like a period allegory. I think I think someone in Toronto paid Pixar to, and they're like, "Can you please make Toronto look like, like a cool place to be?" Uh huh. Is that where that movie takes place? <laughs> it takes place in Toronto. Oh, okay, that's fair. Toronto is not the place I want to my be. My <laughs> Toronto. Toronto kind of sucks. Toronto is fine. I like. Toronto. I think it's cool. It's just way busier than I'm used to. It's cool, but like it's cleaner it's, in New it's, York. It is very clean, but it's very ugly, and it's okay. like it's a metro uh, city, and it's not a place for like visitors. Like, it's not. There's just it's just business there. There's nothing fun to do in Toronto. It's just yeah. business. Unless, yeah. unless Tiff's going on. Even over around Tiff, we're like, what should we do today? Walk around. Um, Walk three miles. We'll go to the. There's like the Space Needle there, which is way taller than Seattle's, which is really cool. CN Tower. That is literally it. CN Tower is a fucking nightmare. Nightmare height. No, it was fun. That was cool. I was terrified. I like that. Anyways, the Turning Red movie is being pushed, pulled from theaters completely, and will now just exclusively premiere on March 11th on Disney Plus. I wasn't gonna see it before, and I'm not gonna see it now. I had no interest until (laughs) I saw the trailer, and it actually does look really good. I'm. I kind of want to check it out. Um, and then last bit of news, Luca Guadagnino, how do you say this guy's last name? Guadagnino. Guadagnino to direct Rooney Mara as Audrey Hepburn in a biopic for Apple TV. So many of these weird, this person, this famous actor is playing this golden age Hollywood star. There's like been five of those in the last month. We're still waiting for the, uh, Marilyn Monroe movie Mm -hmm. with, uh. Which we'll get this year. Anna de Armas, right? Mm -hmm. The X-rated Marilyn Monroe movie. Very interesting. That'll be cool. That's it for the newsroom, folks, and I think it's time for our first ever break. And we're back. Good news, everybody. We're hydrated. Good news is... If anything, I'm, de- I'm less hydrated. Well, I'm hydrated. Yeah, that's fine. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be fine. What were, were you doing in there? How are you hydrated? <laughs> How are you more hydrated than when you... Than when you I will there? say, before we move on... Worst, <laughs> one of the worst showers of my life. Oh yeah, at this hotel. Yeah, got bad, in, bad, 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 bad. Got in, almost immediately slipped. Tried to grab that little it's handle, very completely true, fucking broke. It's very slippery. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude. wow, oh, man. death trap. We all have fucking the exact same five minutes. Super slippery yeah. uh, shower in there. And also, the texture on the <laughs> ground in there is weird. I thought there was like dirt on it. Yeah, it not, and then it just feels like that. And then. Uh, Got to use like the most dollar store fucking shower gel I've ever used in my life. Shower gel. Yeah, not shower even body gel. wash. Shower gel. If you're gonna put shower gel into a thing and label it, label it soap. Yeah. I call it shower gel. <laughs> well, and I also washed my face with it, and the whole time I was like, probably shouldn't wash my face with this. Yeah, oh, I had some cool. face cleanser. You could have used mine. 
Well, fuck, no one told me. Well, sorry, I have it fucking labeled in there. Also, pretty, like, 80% sure there was a spider in there with me, but don't shower with my glasses on, so mm. hard to say. Hard Just to say. ignored it. Just kicked water at it and let it flush down the drain. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. I uh, hope Poor it wasn't bastard. a spider. What can you do? <laughs> Poor fucking bastard. <laughs> Just trying to make it home to his wife and kids. <laughs> down into the lava hot spring sewer. Like, Never to be seen lava again. hot springs. I'm never coming back here. Uh, you guys ready to talk about some movies? Stuff. He's in the hot springs now. Here's what, here's what I'm thinking. That's where the toilet water goes. We've got a lot of fucking movies to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got also four top ten lists to talk about and then other drama involved in everything. So I'm gonna we're going to tell you what we've watched over the last two weeks, but only the films that we are not including on our top ten lists, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's a good idea because a lot of them are going to be on there. So yeah. I have a movie on there that's not going to be on my top ten, mm-hmm. but it's like a movie in that conversation. That's fair. That fine to bring up. That's well, what I mean. Not my That's top what 10? I mean. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just mean save Which those way? for those ones. So I'll go first because I think I have. I'm. We probably all have the same amount, but I'll just go quickly. I watched The Power of the Dog. Here's what I'll say. This one I can't remember if it's on my list. I don't think it is. It's close though. Power of the Dog Damn, was really, really good. Damn. I really liked it. Movie a lot more than I thought it was going to. Um, I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch, and so I was pretty surprised because I was like, he's pretty good. I like him quite a bit in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. What's her name? Kirsten Dunst just plays a really good alcoholic, <laughs> like a, a really sad Shout alcoholic out. person, because um, she was really good, too. Oh, yeah. Watch Shang-Chi. Man, I'm sick of this fucking shit. I'm sick of it. Stop it's, watching it. I am now, right? Because <laughs> like, even going into this, I was like, people are like, honestly, might be top five. And not, that could still be true, but it's still bad. Like... The first half uh, is cool. First half is good. But the second half... Simi Leo is awesome. Yeah, he was cool. I love him. And Aquafina is awesome. Aquafina. She's the been dad, in a lot of stuff this year. The dad is sexy year. as fuck. I started watching Swan Song. haven't finished it, but she's in that too. I don't even know what that is. That's the Mahershala Ali movie where he clones himself because he's, he's sick. Did that already come out? Yeah, it's on Apple TV. It already came and went? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't I, Apple's first hit then. I guess not. <laughs> I want, And I haven't finished it because I was about halfway through it and then Clista came downstairs and busted me watching it. And she was like, are you watching this without me? And I was like... Nope, I guess not. <laughs> Did you like what you watched? Yeah, I really liked it so far. So mm. now I'll have to get back into it. And then every time I'm like, hey, should we watch that? And she's like, nah. I'm like, mm, cool. <laughs> guess I'll never watch it then. Um, but Shang-Chi, not for me. I'm over it. I'm done with it. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Cool train fights. Bus, the bus scene. No, the bus, bus scene was bus fine. Scene. It just looks like shit. Yeah. The CGI in that movie was horrible. Holy shit, it was horrible. Carrie Harvey was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> then uh, let's step into the first bit of fucking discourse here. Don't look up. Boo. Didn't watch it. Boo. Skipped boo, boo, it. Boo. It's, here's the thing. It's not nearly as bad as people are making it out to be. Mm-hmm. People are giving this movie half star. Also definitely not as good as a lot of people make it out to be. Well, for sure, right? Yeah. Some people Not are, as good as Adam McKay is tweeting it out to be. Not yeah. Adam McKay's worst and certainly not his best. It's mm-hmm. worse than Step Brothers, which I love. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little better <laughs> than Talladega Nights, which is also pretty funny. What about Vice? It's about the same as Vice for me. Yeah. Maybe a little over the I Vice. might like Don't Look Up better than Vice just because it's more entertaining, I guess. Vice yeah. Vice is fucking it's, boring. It's hard. Yeah, Vice it's hard to boring. say. But You uh, left it halfway into Vice, though, on accident. Yeah, because it was so fucking boring. Because the end credits popped up and you thought the movie was over. <laughs> well, there's more to it than that. But yeah, that, that did kind of happen. Essentially, essentially, yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say essentially. So, <laughs> my, <laughs> my biggest gripe with Don't Look Up is that it's just like, they're just kind of like, we know what we know what fucking climate change is, and we like nothing can. And then, and then they're like patting themselves on the fucking back because they mm-hmm. made a climate change analysis movie, and then and then offer zero next steps. And I just 
I just didn't like that. Like, yeah. certainly the, the 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 profit of the movie certainly isn't going to climate change right. prevention. Exactly, it's going into Adam McKay's fat pockets yeah. and, ne- and Netflix and Leo. And Honestly, all of yeah. yeah, that's kind of the most annoying thing about it for me. Also, is it's it's pretty up its own ass. I oh, think a thousand I think, percent. Like, I hate it. Thinking thinks about, it's world breaking. The thing that makes me most annoyed by it, the thing that makes me like want to drive my score down more, is just imagining being in the writers' room when they're like. <laughs> Oh listen my to god! This. Listen, oh my hold god. on. I got it. L- listen, to <laughs> Adam's got it. Adam's listen got it. What you He's got? Gonna say Adam, the world is got? ending, and then they're gonna be like, "Okay, what's the next story?" Yeah, yeah. It it's just Hilarious. it's Hilarious. just fine. Climate change is real, but it's I don't. This is not the kind of movie I want to watch about it. Yep. I believe in climate change. I do not believe in Adam McKay. Let's That's just, fair. Let's just put it that way. That's He's honestly not, fair. not real. I want to. We should, <laughs> I said it. We should get real. that on a T-shirt for our first monolith merch. I believe in climate change. I do not believe in Adam McKay. <laughs> Those balls. That's a real ball. Um, Shiva baby, you shouted this one out. I yeah. maybe I feel it's like I just five. said I wasn't going to talk about all of these, but here we are. Here we are. Um, Shiva baby is good. It didn't. Not, it didn't quite make the cut for me, but it's pretty funny for exactly what it is. It's very. Anxious. It was. Uh, oh my god! It was an anxious movie, and man, I wanted a bagel the whole time. Yeah, bagel, bagel. Short movie, right? Seventy eight minutes. Yeah, pretty short. Real short. Okay, um, I'm gonna save one of these and then come back to it. We can come back to it at the once we're once we've all gone. We'll dive into the big discourse. Okay, I was wondering so what we want to do with that. One. Skip that one for now. Tick tick boom. Lin Manuel Miranda has not struck gold yet for me. Don't know that he will. Right now, right now, Lin Manuel Miranda is that guy mining for gold. And he's, mm, he's he's so he's, he's quitting every time. Or maybe I'm the one quitting right on watching everything from Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. He's not my guy. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom was fine, though. A lot of people are loving Andrew Garfield in this movie. Mm. His best performance ever. Those people must not have Those watched people. Social Network. Yeah. Or No Way Home. <laughs> or No Way Home. <laughs> eh, maybe. <laughs> or, uh... Wait, sorry. He's pretty much any Oops. other movies. Oops. My parents went and saw No Way Home, fully aware of what was going on, and they are like, yeah, it was fine. Sorry, I left my prod at the cleaners, along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops. <laughs> you pretentious douchebag. That's, that's what I said to my dad. When he said he didn't like it. Sorry, is that too loud? No. I just <laughs> didn't expect that. Yeah. You didn't expect that performance out of me? Didn't expect that. <laughs> didn't expect that great Academy performance. Award winning Second best voice on the podcast, but great performance. Wow. <laughs> Subjective. Uh, then I watched West Side Story. Good. In fact, great in a lot of ways. Eating your words. Egg on your face. Steven Spielberg still got Steven it. Steven Spielberg still fucking got it. Biggest issues is just that West Side Story in general is not a very good story. <laughs> Pretty stupid story. Hey, when you're a jet, you're a jet. When what you're a fucking say? jet, you're a fucking jet. Considerably less racist than the first movie. They did not cut out the transphobic lyrics, which was disappointing. Cool. They do, uh, they do do some justice to a character that... I feel like in the original movie was just supposed to be a tomboy. In this movie, it, it, they make it seem like they're supposed to be like a trans woman, or I'm sorry, a trans man. Um, and they do, do, do they do it better justice. And there's like a really sweet moment where like all the fucking jets are like, "Get out of here!" Like you're not one of us. You're not one of us. And they they keep like just being rude to him and everything. And then there's a part later in the movie where they kind of accept him. And then and then one of the jets goes like. You did good, Sonny Boy. If my jets treated me that way, I'd jump over the sharks. Personally. That's but that's just me. That's true. That's true. You got to be Puerto Rican to go to the sharks, though. Every single joke is just being made is going right over. Well, apparently, you could <laughs> just be white and Puerto Rican, according to Isaac. So I'm I white and have Puerto trouble. Rican. Yeah. I got my Puerto Rican <laughs> flag. Dude. I got my shark flag. I'm good. Um, Benedetta, not what I wanted. Oh, you saw Benedetta? I did. I didn't even see that. Yeah. You didn't like it? It's just too much for me, man. Like, yeah, a little. It's not. Where'd you see this? I watched it. I might have side-eyed this one. Let me double check. Oh, no. Whoa. You watch it uh, on 480p on Amazon some Prime. Site? Amazon Prime. You can rent it? Yeah. For normal price? 
I think it's like four ninety nine. Wow. I'm going to watch that. That's lunch. And in fact, I'm pretty sure Steven rented it and then just sent me his Amazon login, so I don't even think I had to pay for it. Wow. Um, Benedetta is... Here's the thing. The op- there's One of the first scenes in the movie is that this like peasant girl comes to the Covenant and she is like asking Benedetta, like, where can I take a shit? And then she's like, mm, we don't really talk like that here, but I'll show you, show you where the John is. And then it's just like this row of fucking holes in the floor, basically. Peasant girl starts popping a squat, shitting loud. Benedetta just starts shitting next to her. And then she's like moaning and groaning while she's doing it. And then Benedetta's like, you gotta like be a little quieter. Like you can't really do that in here. And then she farts and then is like, was, like is that too loud? It, and I was just like, this, this sounds is like our lava hot too trip. fucking much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're for real, right? Yeesh. But it was sounds just awesome. it. And then and then from <laughs> from there it just gets continuously. I mean, I, I don't really care to. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess. But like, they make a sexual toy out of a statue of the Virgin Mary, which I was like, nice. interesting. Yeah, it's a it's definitely sacrilegious. Definitely felt like I was getting hell points by watching the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people fucking love it, but I am stoked. For wasn't it. for me. It wasn't for me. And then I watched the Defiant Ones old movie. It was alright. It was just fine. It had Sidney Poitier in it though, so that was shout out to him. Shout out. That was it though. That was all I watched up until the other things that we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Jake. Oh, Go. you know what else we should talk about? Hmm. Man, maybe we can just wrap it up right here. You guys get your your stats yet from Letterboxd? I do, yeah. but they're gonna be on my phone. That's fine. I guess. Yeah. All right. We, we'll worry about it next time. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Jake. My stats watch? were pretty sweet. Personally. So a lot of what I watched over the last couple of weeks are things that are on my top ten. So I'm going to avoid talking about a lot of those. Yeah, but I watched a lot 13th of new releases for the first time. Ooh, um, bit late on it, but it's especially frustrating to watch. Like considering that movie came out in 2016 before mm-hmm. Trump was elected. Mm-hmm. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, also really disappointing to watch in hindsight. Oh yeah. With Ava DuVernay in general. Yeah. Being like. Um, everyone needs to fucking vote for Joe Biden. And it's like, it's like, remember how you just made the documentary about that? Like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty. But yeah, of course, of course it's good. It's yeah. Very fucking sad to watch though. Um, it's really good though. Outside of that, I've just been watching more shows. Finished season one of the Witcher. Um, don't really have strong feelings about it either way. I told you both about it a little bit already. Does it put you in the mood to play the Witcher? Yeah. I've been in the mood to play for the the Witcher for a while. That's important. A little movie that we'll talk about later actually put me more in the mood to play that. But uh, um, I think... think The Green Knight, that's cool. It's really dramatic, which I kind of like it in a sense of like kind of hammy. Like it's really overdramatic, and I like that when movies do that sometimes just because it's funny. I like it. Um, But other times I'm like, this is just kind of fucking lame. And all the singing is I don't really care for. Some of the effects are really good. Some of the monster designs are amazing. Some of the scenes look really rubbery. So it's just, it's really down the middle for me. Hmm. That's fair. Henry Cavill's really cool though. I, I like him a lot. Um, gonna move on to season two, but yeah, watch more Dexter. Ooh. It's fucking really good. I really Dee-dee, like your blood. Get out of my laboratory. <laughs> <That's scary. laughs> that's a good impression. Mm-hmm. You've been working on that. You have been working shop that in a while. I can hear you. You can hear me. You can hear. Room. You can hear from your room. Yeah. I've been just fucking yeah. Yeah. over yeah. for hours, yeah. hours, hours. Yeah. Dee-dee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mother, get out of my laboratory. You have a Russian accent. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah, Dexter New Blood's really good. I like it a lot. Um, That's cool. But yeah, everything else I watch is on my top ten. So, what about you, sir? Watch some new movies. Uh, honestly, none of these are on my top ten. So I'm gonna talk about all of them. Go for it. The Card Counter. Ooh. Solid eight out of ten. Well, yeah, solid eight out of ten. That's fair. Not 
Paul Schrader's best movie no of the last reform. five years. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Red Rocket. Good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we'll talk mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. I watched The Tragedy of Macbeth, which made me feel very stupid. But the more I think about it, I'm like, I'm not stupid. It is a very... Shakespeare right. is a whole different language, and the entire movie is just the transcript also, of the of the play. No one else is saying it, but... Like Shakespeare's dumb because what's what what he be saying? You know what I mean? What he be saying? Also, how what 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 people in the fifteenth or fourteenth century were watching Shakespeare, being like, I understand all of this. They literally couldn't read anyways. So I feel especially well, stupid. They didn't need to read. They were they were watching it. But they don't know what any of those words mean. I didn't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I think they did know what those words. Mean. I don't think the fifteenth century peasants were watching Shakespeare. Okay, being well, first like, of all, the peasants going weren't going to Shakespeare. <laughs> Peasants were they were. They totally were listening or trying to. It's just the big, the royalty. The peasants were on their hands. Shakespeare is a product of human fifteenth century royalty being up their own asses. That's what Shakespeare is. Sorry, Lisa Schaefer. Sorry, Miss Schaefer. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry. I'm bad. Sorry. I watched Agnes, which is like the fourth nun movie that came out this year. Wow, it's a horror movie. None but net. Was no Saint Ma. That's for sure. And then I watched. And then I thought I was like, should I watch Don't Look Up? And then I watched First Reformed Slam Dunk. Oh, great Ooh, climate change movie. Great. See, that's the climate that's change. That's what I was waiting for from Don't Look Up. I was waiting for some fucking taking shit into my own hands. Take my shirt action. off, wrap some barbed wire around my chest yeah. kind of shit. Uh, that's uh, a good movie. Fucking great love movie. that movie. Great fucking movie. awesome. And then uh, back to back, I watched Underwater, which in, kind of is like a sequel to First Reformed, if you think about it, because they're going oil drilling in the Mariana Trench, and then they accidentally wake up Cthulhu. That happens. Good movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of like the same uh, thing. Underwater is so fucking cool. They, it has Jessica Hemwick from Matrix Resurrections, the blue hair girl, mm-hmm. ahead of its time for having her. Kristen Stewart's running around with mm-hmm. a fucking buzz cut in this fucking giant mech suit. Dope as hell. We got John Gallagher Jr. there. Yes, we We got do. the guy from uh, some French movie you watched not that long ago. Lahane? Yeah, I think he's in Lane. Oh, Vincent Castle. Vincent Castle. Oh, yeah. love that fucking guy. And TJ Miller's in it, which is disappointing, but, but he gets killed off. He gets killed off, yep. and it's cool because we have two people from different Cloverfield movies in this movie, which is like the ultimate Cloverfield movie. Even though it's not. Even though it's which, not. Which, to its credit, is a good call. Really a good thing. Really good call. And we see, also, you're forgetting the biggest thing. We see the damn boy. We see the fucking guy. Yeah. God, the design's good. It's so good. Good design. I love that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Underrated that movie. Underrated movie for it sure. got dumped in January in a couple theaters. Disney did no marketing for it. Yeah. The Blu-ray didn't come out for over a year. Underwater's going to get a cult following in the next few years. I People, believe that. Kristen Stewart alone pulls this movie into a very special place. Yeah, I can see that. Let alone the rest of the cast. So. Underwater, more like underrated. Yeah. Literally. I, uh, I'm a big underwater stan, and, I, and I'll stand by that, and that's all I watched. All right, here we go. So, before we get into our top tens, I want to talk some discourse. And that may involve some films in our top ten. But... Discourse time. Discourse, the discourse hour of the, of the year. Discourse. The film Discord. that two of the three of us watched this week that we haven't mentioned yet... Um, is Licorice Pizza, which was one of my highest anticipated movies of the year. A movie we've been talking about since we started the podcast. That's true, yeah. Um, wow, shit, you're right. And That's crazy. Licorice Pizza, the new film from Paul Thomas Anderson. That seems like a not the right name. That's right, PTA. Paul Thomas Anderson, yep, PTA. that's him. Mm-hmm. Um, has come out. We've seen, the, we've seen the film, and, man, I've got some thoughts on it. This movie is getting nothing but love. For the most part. For the most part. Unless the most you part. Do, until you step on TikTok. Yeah, until where you get Paul to Thomas Anderson is canceled completely. Which 
TikTok's definitely like the Tumblr fallover where I'm like, touch some grass, folks. It's going to be all right. <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't fucking like criticize the movie for yeah. sure. Uh, but a half star, I don't know about that much of criticism. But very gross and when we'll get into it. And ex- specifically comparing it to another film that we watched, Red Rocket. So to talk about Red licorice pizza. Red Rocket. Yum. Gross. <laughs> um, the, it's like Red Robin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, licorice Pizza. The yum. I I loved most of Licorice Pizza. Mm-hmm. Like for me, Licorice Pizza was riding a nine or a ten, with one caveat: basically the whole movie. Yeah, and then it ended, the and I was like, yeah, the central plot, and like just and not even the plot because I feel like that makes it seem it's not the plot; it's the framing of the plot. Right. So. I guess we'll just get right into it. Um, basically, Cooper Hoffman, who is the late and great Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, mm-hmm. plays our main character. What's his name? Gary Cooper. Licorice is Gary. Gary something. Yeah, his name is Licorice. Um, he Gary plays a fifteen-year-old boy who is a child actor, and he's like a suave businessman, and he's always getting up to hijinks with him and his little ki- his little kid friends. Who he he then meets? So what's his name? Gary Valentine. Mm. Great name. Great name. Great fucking name. Great name. He meets on the on school picture day because remember this boy's fifteen years old. He meets <laughs> Alana Kane, who is played by actress Alana Haim. Mm. Not actress, singer. I mean, she's an actress now. Yeah. Uh, she works for the photo company, taking pictures of these kids. That's how they meet. He's trying to he's trying to schmooze her, you know what I mean? He's like, "Hey, hey baby." Ugh. And she's like, "You're a 15-year-old boy, I th- and I'm 25, and I think that's obviously pretty weird." And despite that, they form a bond and a connection. And very obviously in this whole movie, um he's in love with her the whole time and he's fallen for her, and slowly but surely, despite that age gap, she sure as shit falls for him, and she can't deny her feelings. And the whole time I kept waiting for the movie to be like, but that is not good, and it is in fact gross, and she is not doing the right thing here. And it's okay to show bad people doing bad things in movies as long as you make your stance correct that you're not promoting that. Yeah. But instead, Licorice Pizza ends with kind spoiler of the alert. Yeah, sorry, spoiler alert for Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza basically ends with them saying they love each other and kissing. And she go and they run away together. And she said, "The last line of the movie is I love you, Gary.'" And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> yep. And it is gross, yeah. dude. Yep. It is gross. <laughs> and there's also a lot of moments in this movie that I, again, just how the whole movie is framed really feels like I'm supposed to be like, "This is so quirky." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is fucking weird." It's like fucking there's a weird. part where Gary Valentine has to go to New York to do this shoot or play thing. Yeah, he's he has doing. to go do a play, but his and mom it, can't take it. And his mom's like, I can't take you. I got to do this. And then he's like, well, why is that bad? And she's like, well, you need a guardian or a parent. With you need you. a chaperone. Yeah, and you have to go with an adult. Yeah. is with Alana Haim with him on the plane as his chaperone. And it's like quirky. I didn't, and I didn't like, see this It's movie. meant to be yeah, like quirky and cute. And it's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. The whole movie, the whole time I felt like was trying to be like... <laughs> This is just quirky, and it's like it's it's innocent and sweet. And it's like, no, it's not. It's fucking weird. And to make matters worse, Co- Cooper Hoffman in real life is 18 years old now, 16 roughly at the time this was filmed. Alana Haim in real life is, in fact, 30 years old, 28 years old at the time. So a real age gap of an underage. Even Call Me By Your Name didn't make that mistake. Exactly, right? <laughs> and uh, so one, it's already <laughs> weird just because of that period. But like 
Yeah, man. It was such a bummer because everything else about this movie is it's so good. Incredible. Yeah. Like it it's beautiful. It has great music. Bradley Cooper, his entire character and storyline amazing. Incredible. Benny Safdie's whole character and storyline incredible. Also, those two Oh, there was a really racist part in the movie which we kind of talked about a little yeah, bit off can- off mic lot yesterday. We don't need to get into the whole thing, but there's like a weird racist bit throughout the movie that is just weird. Really unconsequential to the plot. What the message is. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, it's like really that. uncomfortable, and it's framed as comedy, and it's it's not. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> it's it's um. just shitty. Paul Thomas Anderson. I've I've been rewatching some of his movies. He's a great director, and he is so good at balancing multiple characters. Yeah, he is. I and, agree. And he's really good at doing these kind of like nonlinear, not nonlinear. They're still linear the way things are happening, but the plot of his movies aren't really like. It's just kind of things happening, mm-hmm. and it's way more just about the experience of it. But he's so good at that; he's great. And it's and that's why like I really did love so much of this movie. But like the trailer and all the scenes are so much worse. Like the part where she's like, "Do you really want to see my boobs?" and then shows him her boobs, and then he's like, "Can I touch them?" and she smacks him in the face is so much worse because she's supposed to be ten years older than him, and she is ten years older than him in real life. That's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Like. The whole time I was just like, me and Clista were literally just like, yeah. Why is it called there. Licorice Pizza? Never no explained. Idea. Okay. Never explained. Yeah. Dumb name. Yep. But great movie outside of that. <laughs> yeah, it's really well made. Everything <laughs> yeah. you said is true. Writing so, is great, except for what's actually happening in the movies. Yeah. So this movie is getting a lot of discourse. And on the other side of things is Sean Baker's Red Rocket. Red Rocket. Getting no discourse. No discourse at all. Which it shouldn't get. Which, I mean, I'm surprised it's not being brought up in the discourse at all. But I, I think it's got a lot more going for it. Yeah. It's also a lot more egregious with... Oh, significantly. <laughs> Here's the thing. With licorice pizza, they don't have sex. There's nothing like that, right? There's yeah. one scene that's very uncomfortable where, he, where they're, like, laying on a water mat, a waterbed together. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, she's wearing, like, a belly shirt. And he's, he's looking down at her, like hem of her pants mm-hmm. then he's like hovering her, his hand right above her boobs and he doesn't touch them or anything but still them. uncomfortable to watch because yeah. you know it's a little ki- not a little kid he's, he's a teenager but a teenager <laughs> and a grown a woman like it's uncomfortable but red rocket on the other hand same storyline well not the same storyline but 40 year old what's simon rex's character's name oh shit i don't even know damn it i don't remember, I remember. mikey Mikey. Mikey. Piece of shit, washed up porn star comes into his little Texas town and long story short, he uh, falls for this waitress or I guess cashier at a donut shop named Strawberry who's a 17-year-old girl and um, they enter into a sexual relationship that is explicitly shown, Mm -hmm. which I agree is egregiously much more worth on camera. Mm -hmm. However, However, this actress is 26 years old. She's small. She looks really young, yeah. but she's an adult. She's a grown woman. Simon Rex is an adult woman. Right. And adult also, man. adult, yeah, adult man. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and also, Sean Baker is, whether people want to say it or not, I mean, I, I guess you can't really say it is. I mean, it's definitely in, up to your interpretation of the film. But at least for me, and I think everyone else that watched it, it's very clear to me that this guy's a bad guy. He's yeah, a terrible. Nothing person. about this movie is trying to be like, yeah, it's totally cool that he's yeah, grooming her right. to it's be in the porn industry. Trying to be quir- <laughs> like quirky or cute or anything like that. He's like very obviously like a fucking skill manipulator. And, and <laughs> yeah. I was on, I was on the fence for most of this movie because it kind because like it was kind of the same thing for Licorice Pizza. I was just yeah. like, this movie isn't doing that much. It's not to make doing me much. Dislike right. him, but by the end of the movie, it's like, oh yeah, okay. 
but definitely I definitely the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, and his okay, actions cool. are certainly like obviously disgusting and like paint him as that character also. But I think something else that I think should be brought to the conversation too is that I think Simon Rex's charisma and personality are meant to be likable because yeah, exactly. that's what he uses He's to take his advantage of people. Right. So I think Charming. I think also too when people see that it might I don't mean to talk like down to people who feel like this movie is gross because if people feel that way, I'm not going to say you shouldn't feel that way if you do. But also at the same time, I think that his personality and charisma is coming off as him being painted as a good person or a likable person. I, I am talking down to you, though, if you're one of the people on Letterboxd who gave Red Rock at a half star and, and then Licorice Pizza, Pizza seven eight. or an eight. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Like to <laughs> That's me, very silly, like the egregiousness of Red Rocket out of the way. Licorice pizza is significantly more harmful in my mind because if you were – here's the way I look at it. If I was a teenage girl watching Red Rocket, I wouldn't think, oh, that's a cute relationship, right? Like that's goals. I wouldn't think that. But if I was a 15-year-old boy watching Licorice Pizza, you might come away with that. Mm -hmm. And the movie certainly doesn't do much to dissuade you from thinking that. It is meant to be a feel-good fucking movie. I forgot to bring it up, but I got to read it for the fucking record. The hot take of the century, folks, from our old friend David fucking Elric. All of our listeners are like, who is this, this person you guys, guys are so obsessed about. with? You guys are obsessed with this David I, I am. We, we're more obsessed He's with him than we need to be. He's just the worst fucking critic. He is. He's the best and the worst. Literally, the he gave Mission Impossible Fallout a ten, so he's not completely the worst, but he's, he's got some bad. He's just a, an asshole sometimes, <laughs> and he gave Licorice Pizza a ten. Now. <laughs> this this review before I had seen the movie harmless, but in context of the movie is like I'm just gonna read it for you. I'll read it verbatim. Opening sentence: Gary Valentine is fifty or is fifteen going on thirty. What the fuck does that even mean? Alana Kane is quote twenty five, but in air quotes that basically allow her to be whatever it might say on her eventual dream ticket out of Encino, the city that they live in. Um, and they first crossed paths on a 1973 pale morning in San Fernando Valley at a strange moment in history when old Hollywood and new Hollywood have started to overlap. Bing Crosby is still alive, even though Jim Morrison's already dead. And it feels like everyone more, and it feels, here, here's the, here's the real fucking kicker. And it feels like everyone is more or less the same age because no one really knows what time actually means anymore. <laughs> what, what the, the fuck, fuck are you talking about, dude? And then he just goes on to kind of explain the, Explain the plot. Talks about like how it's actually really cool, and I'm also like, dude, this is gross. Like that's a gross. It's it's so much worse. It wouldn't be that bad if that wasn't the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that it basically just reads as apologia for the age gap is so gross. It is so it is so gross to to be describing any movie of of like it's basically like if you love I like as a person who unapologetically really likes American Beauty, right? Mm. It imagine if I was like. Here's the thing. Kevin Spacey and this high school girl actually have great chemistry on camera. And oh, whomst among us wouldn't it's, – it's, what are you talking about? Why are you making that your review of the movie, right? I don't even think that was PTA's idea when he was making this movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the, the eight, PTA is at least very aware of the age gap, yeah. right? He might not be He's not condemning it. He's not going to shrug it off, yeah. Right, but – David Elric is basically like, eh, who cares? Mishmash, like, boys and girls, who cares? Everyone's fucking adult in this world. Like, what, what are you mean? talking and about, it's also you fucking weirdo? Like, Did you fucking watch the movie? So many of these scenes are framed around Gary's age. Yeah. So much of this movie is about Alana Haim having to, like, fucking supervise him because right. he's a fucking baby, dude. And, we, and, and I do want to come back to Red Rocket. I mean, I, I it just it's kind of essential in this discourse to kind of mention it. Yeah. But we'll, we will come back to Red Rocket to talk about it a little bit more, but... 
Yeah, I don't know. So the Monolith film cast stance is that I don't think PTA is canceled for sure. Like, I still gave the movie a seven. Yeah. I, I still loved so much about it, but, like, I, I really couldn't get over how weird that whole aspect of the movie was. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say don't support PTA. It's a movie that if you want to wait until it's, like, available to stream, go ahead and wait. Yeah. Just go ahead and wait. And it's going to be nominated for some Oscars. It so. is, exactly. It's going to be. Oh, God, right. watch it at that point. Exactly. So, um, yeah, but... I think that's the only discor- discourse I want to talk about before we get into our There's a little more 10. discourse. Ooh, here we go. I went and looked at Sean Baker's first Reformed review, <gasps> where he oh. says, I wish this was shot on film, and all the comments are just, you dumbass motherfucker, you made a movie on iPhone, you fucking idiot, what the oh. fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I, Which was hilarious. <laughs> that is so fucking st- I just can't believe people have the audacity. <laughs> I fucking hate people who watch <laughs> you can You can talk like that to David Elric of IndieWire. But not my man Sean, Sean Baker. Baker. Come on, dude. He knows, wrong he you, knows his Plus shit. First, although the first reform looks great on digital. Could have been cool on film, but it looks fucking beautiful it does look good. on digital. Right. It does. It does look great. But yeah. <laughs> Interesting discourse. Dumb discourse. Stupid. And we're back again. This time we are going to... We're ready to dive into our top tens, I think. We're gonna, what me and Ethan discussed it while you were off doing God knows what. God knows. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are going to do our individual top ten lists, and then we'll wrap up the episode with our monolith top ten. Okay. So, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll need you to pull it up for me, though. Sure, sure, sure. Do you have uh, your list public? Yeah, it's public. All right, let's check it out. Here we go, Jake. You want me to softball these to you so you can introduce them? Sure. Okay, be a little easier than having to turn my... Start from ten down. Laptop. Of course, of course. You want to add any more than your top ten? Like you want to give, you want to do a rapid fire twenty through or fifteen through ten, anything like that, so you can get, throw in some honorable mentions. All I'll say is, if Midnight Mass is not being included on this list, no, I don't think it counts. It doesn't count. No. Okay. Well, and then if that's the case, well, let's then... get into that discourse because the thing is, is we only suck Letterboxd dick on here. That's all we do. Fair. And Letterboxd told me that mm-hmm. my favorite movie of the year was Midnight Mass. So who am I to say that they are wrong? I think that if you include Midnight Mass, you have to include Inside if you had put it on your list. Yeah, that's number 30 for me. So that's what I mean. Be on my list. <laughs> I, I'm not. I also have the Beatles Get Back on my list. Yeah, I personally am not including it on my list. But if you. I, how about this? We just caveat Midnight Mass as best TV show of 2021. But yeah, we'll just say statistically. It's tied with number one for our favorite release of the year. Fair, yeah. Okay. And I would, I would say it's Not my our favorite, feature. favorite show of 2021. Absolutely. If that's the case, then when you read my list, please start from 11. Okay. Do you want me to rapid fire you 16 through 12 then? No, nah, it's okay. Are you sure? There's one big one that's going to be missing from your list. If I right, do. fine. Do it for me. Number 16 for Jake. Licorice pizza? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> what are we literally Yikes. talking about? Just Yikes. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Also, Jake's list is out Jake of 53. Just, fair, just to, to put some con- context in here. Um, 16, Licorice Pizza, or I'm sorry, 15, Licorice Pizza, 14, Malignant, 13, No Time to Die, 12, The Suicide Squad, and number 11, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Because technically that's 10, isn't it? Or is that 12 on my list? That's 11 on your list, because that's number 12 on your list, technically. So it's it's just outside of your top 10 if we're taking out Midnight Mass. So, yes. The next film will be your number 10. Okay. So, that's Jake's 15 through 20. Uh, number 10 for Jake's list Titan. Titan, baby. It's uh, real fucking weird, um, but Very I liked weird. it. I, just, weird. I was just thrilling. It was, I don't know. I, I liked it. Good, good stuff. <laughs> I don't have much else to say about it. You we should just have him movie. read off the list. Yeah. Is it, well, also, like, it's, this is kind of hard. We might as well not even talk about them. We might as well just read the list because yeah. 
we're gonna I'll be talk about, like, talking about the three, same exact five. movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here, Jake, you want to read it, read sure. them? So that's number nine right there. All right, number nine is Spencer. Boom. Boom. Number eight is the Green Knight. Boom. Yeesh. Number seven is the Last Duel. Wow, above the Green Knight. Why interesting? I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna be sick. I, I like the Last Duel better than Green Knight. I love Green Knight. It made, it made my top thirty. It made my top I, thirty. I'll give you that. I love the Last Duel so much. And I know I said I'm only gonna talk about the, the three, but I need to talk about the Last Duel. That shit is fucking good. That was brutal stuff. Yeah, brutal shit, dude. Oh my god. But I loved it. I love that movie. Um, did I not talk about that on my what I watched this week? I must have skipped right over it. Yeah, I don't think you did. That's fine. Whatever. Number six. six. Actually, number eight. Number eight. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Ten, nine, eight, seven, Fuck, six. Broke. Six. <laughs> the Power of the Dog. <laughs> Great. Can I say something really funny about Power of the Dog real quick? Of course. Yeah. I'm the only person that didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And back in, I think it was Cannes, I think is where it premiered. Mm-hmm. It got raves. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was already clear that this was a Benedict Cumberbatch Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. And I, in my head, I was like, Great. I'm going to have to convince Isaac and Jake to watch this fucking Benedict Cumberbatch Netflix movie. <laughs> They're not going to watch it, and it's going to be on my top ten, and I'm going to be like, you guys are so dumb for not watching this movie. It's fucking awesome. I, I promise. And now here we are. Complete opposite. Yeah. Can I add <laughs> one more descriptor to this movie that's going to make you feel even more left out? Hmm. Or is it a big spoiler? I don't know what you're going to say. Is it Lovecraftian? No. It's... <laughs> it's, uh... It's, is it a spoiler? I don't know what you're going to say. The fucking, like, his, his personality, the like, the thing Here's that the thing. comes of the character. Guy? Well, what you're saying? I don't think it's bad if you know it. It really depends, because I don't mean to, like, fucking stroke my own goat here. But, like, in the beginning, I was like, this guy, I think, is... Might be a little... Swinging a little certain way. <laughs> He's gay. Yeah. He's gay. It's a gay cowboy uh, movie. It's a gay cowboy That's cool. Movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and it's I'll, like, I'll definitely watch it. Thematically, yeah. I just like, couldn't watch it this last two That's weeks. fair. Thematically, That's like, it's... Probably the most impressive of the year. Like, and I really, so, I, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. you're good. It's it's so subtle and like, especially after like reading other people's takes on it and like what they extracted from certain scenes and the characters is just makes me fucking love it even more. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I really love the power of the dog. Uh, power of the dog is just one of those classic Oscar movies where it's like, yeah. I guess I, two hours I gotta sit here and, and watch it, it, is it is slow it is slow but it it's is a like slow burn dude it's, I'll watch it, it. it I'm going to watch it slow burn. it also is like I asked Steven if I could just watch it at work and he was like no yeah and I was like once, especially yeah. once you said that because you told us that a few weeks ago I was like well I'm especially <laughs> not gonna be able to watch it. this yeah uh, this is number five number five is Red Rocket nice. boom um, there it is folks and yeah of course like everything we talked about it already that's my stance on it but I think also just Sean Baker's directing style and what he does with his characters and his like uncomfortably too close of a lens is like all that is just here yeah. and it's present mm-hmm. and it's just so fucking well done. And he's just such a good director, dude. Made a little director. bit closer to this. Amazing director, right? Uh, and number four, the card counter. I fucking loved the card One, counter. One, two, three, four, five. It's kind of like that. You're, yeah, counting it's kind of like yeah. counting my movies down. <laughs> uh, really good. I didn't even know this was coming. I didn't see a trailer or anything for this movie until I just saw you guys watch it and we're giving you high scores. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Uh, opening like credits for this movie are like one of the most beautiful fucking scenes. You have to remind me. Yeah, it's remember. like just the <laughs> green carpet of like a poker table. Oh, right, right, right. The green and it felt. Just looks yeah, it looks so great. It looks good. Great. Like, yeah. ugh, just immediately popped out to me. Well, I guess I'll wait until I talk about it. Gorgeous fucking movie. Good, good movie. Um, originally, this wasn't on my list. 
Because I thought it was a 2020, which release. it technically is. Yeah. And in five years, Things when I redo all of my lists, I'm always I'm just going to go by the release date on Letterbox. But for Even now, those are fucked up. They are fucked up yeah. because they put there's they just a movie go by, that like, just the came. Festival date. Yeah, and there's a movie that oh, A Quiet Place is listed as a 2019 release on Letterbox. A Quiet Place two. Yeah. What? Because that's technically when the movie came out and then got delayed. What the fuck? That that's is so weird, Letterboxd. dude. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Number and three, another round. Movie. Another fucking round. Fuck, what a great God fucking movie, movie, dude. Great movie. Amazing movie. I don't have to say anything about it. Uh, number th- two. two. No, that makes sense. Yeah, number two, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Amazing fucking Banger. movie. Yeah. Banger. Classic. Yeah, nothing to, nothing to say. It's fucking amazing. It's great. Number one. Dude. Banger. Dune. He's doing the doing it tune. Are you done with are you doing with your list now? I'm done with my list. Are you doing with it? <laughs> I'm doing with it. It's fourth time I used that one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, you've been using it all night. I need to explain it. I don't need to explain it. I don't it's need to explain a it. Perfect movie. Dune will get its credit here in a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. At least I think. <laughs> Dune will get its when you say that. Who wants to go next? You wanna go next? I'm gonna go next. Okay. I'm gonna do my top twelve because two of them are T V shows. Interesting. Okay, fair. Okay. Number twelve, on the count of three. The Sundance movie that hasn't even mm-hmm. come out yet. Yep. I really like that movie. Number eleven, Saint Maud, which was kind of weird because we saw it's a interesting that years you ago. Put, uh, it's interesting you put that on your list and going on count of three. Yeah, <laughs> going against, against my the grain whole, there. Yeah. Well, look, this year fucked everything up. That's fair. I'm I'm all right with that. I and you know what? And good because most people will be able to see it this year. Now. Wait, yeah. isn't on the count of three a 2021 release on Letterboxd? Yeah, because it premiered at Sundance, but it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's oh, still not out. Oh, I see. Definitely go see it on the count of three. Most people. <laughs> yeah, when it comes out, it's going to get some fanfare. Yeah, Saint sure. Maud would also be on my list if Saint Maud's awesome. Um, number ten, Pig, starring Nicolas Cage. Ooh, I yep. loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Spencer. Good. Number eight, Titan. Titan. Yeah, we're all going to say it differently. Sure. Just our just our personalities. <laughs> That's just French. Vote for your That's favorite. That's what France is like. Yeah. Uh, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and then number seven, Shiva Baby. Loved Shiva it. Baby. Damn. And now we're getting into the point where movies and First Reformed is a big movie like this for me. You'll see a movie, and you'll really like it, or you won't like it, and then a month or two later, it will have stuck with you, or you completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And in those senses, I completely forgot about Dune until a couple days ago. So Dune's my next one. Number five? Wow. Number six. Number six is Dune. Wow. Yeah, pretty okay. forgettable. Don't love Dune, number one. It's still a nine, but it's a soft nine. Soft nine, wow. okay. Wow. Interesting. Holy shit, Interesting. that's crazy. Above that, The Beatles Get Back, mm-hmm. which I, it was boring as I was watching it, but since then I've learned a lot more about the Beatles, gotten more into it, and just appreciating what it is. It's pretty insane. Sure. Pretty insane thing. And it's getting a, their rooftop performance is getting an IMAX release this month, which I'm very That's excited actually to go pretty see. cool. Yeah. I'll check that out. Um, number four, Another Round. That's one that really stuck with me. Very Love nice. Another Round. And then Judas and the Black Messiah, we talked about Banger. Number two, but technically number one, The Green Knight. And then number Love one. Love The Green Knight. And then Midnight Mass is my number one. So wow. Green Knight is your favorite film of 2021. Yeah. Damn. Good no, high praise. No surprises. High, surprise. high praise, dude. My, my list movie. is that surprising besides the Dune thing. Uh, yeah. Love the Green Knight. Adore yeah. it. Isaac? All right. I'm going to quickly do 20 through 10 just because there's so many on here that I kind of want to quickly for mention. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Number 20, Mass. Yeah. Uh, was just outside my top 12. Yeah. Just came out, I think, wide. Uh, honestly, doing less... Doing yeah. worse than I thought it was going to. A lot worse than I thought. <laughs> um, no one's talking about that. Movie. Yeah, we saw that at Sundance mass shooting. M- fucking sad, meditative. I just can't. I can't give this movie any higher because it's an acting real showcase, and, it and, is, and it's, it's a good like one. Like I was saying, but kind of forgettable. It's kind of forgettable, right? I kind of felt the same way about it. Number nineteen, Violation. 
Amazon. Oh, wow. Rape revenge fantasy, not fantasy, rape revenge thriller, uh, and insanely brutal movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't know how soon I'd return to it. Number 18, come on, come on, Mike Mills. Good stuff. Number 17, on the count of three. One, two, three. Number 16, West Side Story. Number 15, In the Heights. Best musical of 2021, In the Heights. Number 14, The Suicide Squad. Number 13, The Power of the Dog. Number 12, The Last Duel. Number 11, The Father. Wow. Here we go. The top. Two of those are going to be in your 10. The top 10. Here we go. Number 10, No Time to Die. Wow. <laughs> Which we just saw at a weird we little just saw a weird ramshackle Lava, Lava Hot Springs That's Theater. That's awesome. <laughs> An illegal stream for sure. Yeah. Good on them. Good on them. Yeah. That's awesome. That's on uh, your top 10. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't expect it, that. It was just a good fucking flick, dude. One good of the movie. best. I would say, looking at my list, I guess I'd call it the best action movie of 2021. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't there a lot of action movies this year? I'd say Dune's an action movie, though. Okay, fair enough. Then if I if we're counting Dune, then it's it's the tenth best movie of the year. We'll just call it that. <laughs> um, number nine, Red Rocket. Nice. Wanted this to be higher, but Red Rocket is just a. I just love Sean Baker, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good. It's good stuff. Number eight, Titan. Just fucking wacky, fucking wacky, tabacky. French movie. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, well, it's, she, it's really hard to talk about. She fucks a car. She fucks a car. She fucks a car. It's just crazy. And belly. it's cool. It's, it's insane. Just, it's yeah. insane. It's the craziest movie I've seen of the year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, number seven, The Green Knight. Uh, I think this movie's grown on me a bit since I watched it. I was a little, I was a little harsh on my, even though I gave the movie a fucking eight. I had, <laughs> I had way more negatives about it, but I'm excited to finally return to The Green Knight it and rewatch great in 4K. it. Ooh. Good point. I'm excited yeah, to get back to that. Uh, but the Green Knight, good stuff. Number six, another round. So good. That'd be higher. Good stuff. Number five. Here we go, folks. The top five. Top five. Disappointing to see this one absence from some lists, but number five. And honestly, one that I would. I have two on here that I want way more people to watch. This is one of them, though. Number five for me is All Light Everywhere, mm. the Theo Anthony documentary about the surveillance state and just the image, the idea of the image and police body cams and just like one of the most poetic, I've told you guys this before on the podcast, poetic documentaries, my favorite niche genre of documentaries. Hmm. It's just so much. And he, Theo Anthony is like a type, he's a director who trust that his audience is smart enough to watch the movies without needing to have their hand held through the whole thing. And so a lot of the ideas are just kind of placed out there and then he doesn't really explain them. He's just more saying, like, the narrator is more just, like, saying these kind of, like, abstract thoughts and then you as the viewer are just kind of connecting things together and, ah, God, I just loved it. I thought it was so good. Probably one of my favorite things we saw at Sundance. In fact, my second The one movie I missed. It was so good, dude. Fuck Sundance. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Um... So Theo Anthony's All Light Everywhere, please go check it out. Is it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have what? to stream it. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure. You might have to rent it. I don't know if it's like available to stream on anything. Number four, Pablo Lorraine's Spencer. Really good biopic. Um, I ended up putting this so much higher just because Kristen Stewart, best performance of her life so far. Very good. Uh, and beautiful looking uh, movie. You can see Underwater. She's pretty good in that one too. She's pretty good in that too. She's pretty good. <laughs> She's second best in that. Um but Spencer's just so good. Um, I think it's a little slow, but mm. I just feel like I, I I did enjoy it so much for just its craft that I, I had to put it where I did. Yeah. Number three, Paul Schrader's The Card Counter. Nice. Nice stuff. The Card good Counter was just it. The Card Counter ranks so highly for me because one, it's the only 2020, 2021 release I gave a nine to. Mm-hmm. The only one all year. 
Um, and I just did not expect this movie to have the what is that it's noise? I think it's a car driving by. Oh my god, that scared open. me. The open, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the ceiling about to collapse on us. <laughs> I didn't expect this movie to have the entire subplot about like the fucking human rights violations going on at like Guantanamo Bay and all this stuff and just the way that they were filmed with that like yeah. double yeah. fish-eyed lens really I was cool. like this is nuts dude and, and it's so scary it like, is really scary. scary of course like the subject matter is already really scary and horrifying right. but like mm-hmm. how that's presented and how that's built up is like fucking masterfully done it and, is terrifying and the best way I can describe it I didn't say this but someone else did that gave that, that reviewed this movie is this movie is one of the best culminations of like the chickens coming home to roost in terms of like American war crimes. Yeah. And of like these, like Oscar Isaac's character is not an innocent man in this movie. And like none of these guys are. And like the trauma that they inflicted has definitely come back to. And we, and you, you're not necessarily like happy that that's happening to him, but mm. it's like he, he even says like, there's, we did something wrong and we knew it was wrong and we deserve that. Like, and, uh, God, it was just so good. I really enjoyed the card counter. Really scary movie. Very scary. Yeah. It's good shit. Two and one were hard for me because the subject matter of my number two, I think is, is is my true number one. Yeah. But I had to move it to my number two just on a pure rewatchability type thing for me. So number two, Shaka King, I think is his name. So. I'll double check, but uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Banger. Woo. To see a movie talk about Mao and socialism in 2021 in explicit terms and in this favorable light a, yeah. was just, oh man. Was and crazy. powerhouse performances from everyone oh, involved. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Stacked. A lot of people who are trying to just fucking out left anything left. They can't enjoy any good left media because they have to prove how left they are. Their biggest criticism of the movie is that it's is basically like the the humanizing of Lakeith Stanfield's character. But to me, I'm like, I think that's dumb because if personally I watched the movie and felt like, yep, this guy's a fucking traitor Mm -hmm. and he is a piece of shit and he deserves to feel guilty for the rest of his life. And I don't think the movie makes you feel like he was a good guy. I feel like just just another example of just like, yeah, you just like Lakeith Stanfield, dude. Right. Yeah. He's just relax. Exactly. Just fucking. He's just a good actor and he's likable, dude. Exactly. (laughs) Fucking relax. So, Judas and the Black Messiah, incredible movie. That's the other one that I wish more people... Well, that and Card Counter. I just think not enough people have seen that. Yeah. Um, and number one, Dune, baby. Dune. Just a sci-fi... I think genuinely, in 10 years, Dune... Especially once part two comes out, Woo. just Dune is like an epic. It is an, it's a film of epic proportions mm-hmm. in all senses of the word, and it was so good. And yeah, that's my top 10 list. Top 10 films of the 2021. Went a little long-winded, but... I think Dune gets gets some really high praise, too, just because, like, I'm also somebody who's pretty impatient with movies, and, like, I don't know, that movie just fucking... I was glued to it. And I, and I, I have been reading the book, and mm-hmm. so far I'm like, man, really glad I saw the movie before I read the book. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> that. It's especially helpful with visualization. A thousand percent. And just, like, knowing what the fucking words that I'm reading are supposed to... How they are said was yeah. really nice. It's nice thing about audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, because I would have been like, hmm, Bean Gessert. <laughs> and it's not. It's Ben Jesuit. So Bean Dessert. <laughs> Bean Dessert. Uh but yeah, that's my top films of the twenty twenty one. You guys want you guys want to talk about we had some good here is here's what you can't say. The Monolith Boys got some good taste in films. Yeah. Right? Sure. I think uh I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this more than any other year, we have a lot of the same movies in our ten, just in yeah. very different just, spots. Just kind of yeah. re ranked. So to, to Wait, make that a little clearer, go before, ahead. Before we jump into this, mm-hmm. I just want to say why I think this year is incredibly disappointing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did want to mention yeah. that. All these movies, I can speak for you, 
I can't speak for you. I don't know what your exact numbers are, but mm-hmm. like, I've never had a year where my, most of my top ten was eight out of ten. Yeah, I, uh, I you're totally right. We've had okay. so many good years the last yep. six years of just like man, nine. only nines. Nine. Nine. I gotta li- nine. I gotta have this nine in my th- in my thirteen spot. spot. Yep, I, I, you're totally and this right. This year was yeah. not. This year is just a lot of eights. Also, look at it. The, another good way to explain that because I like I said, card counter. I gave two tens and one nine this year. Everything else was eight and lower. And another way to describe it is my eights end at number. 23 <laughs> and i have 79 movies watched this year <laughs> Jesus. Damn. really also, quickly can we say what our least favorite movie of the year was yeah oh, that's, that's what i was idea. gonna say next that's is great idea. uh of my fifth i think it's like somewhere in the 50s of movie i watched the bottom 25 almost every sundance movie yeah, yeah. i agree yeah terrible exactly. terrible year Dude, for sundance yeah. oh my god i wanted to bring that up too because like Bummer. yeah my last 2025 20, are literally just incomprehensible because i thought all of them were so fucking bad i'm gonna give i'm gonna give two i'm gonna give my worst and then my biggest disappointment of the year worst movie of the year a glitch in the matrix that's mine also two out of ten also mine shite fucking movie <laughs> do we all have the same worst fucking yep, movie we sure do yeah. that's hilarious good worst movie of the year yeah <laughs> um Biggest disappointment of the year, Halloween Kills. Went into yeah, it with big yeah. expectations, came out a four out of ten movie. That's my that's and my like, And the other thing about this year is there were so this was the year that we were getting Wes Anderson, Sean Baker, oh, Paul yeah. Schrader, Paul like, Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. The just big hitters. All of the fucking big hitter directors, right. and almost all of them were disappointed. Oh, another fucking big disappointment that I just remembered, forgot this movie existed, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, oh, Malcolm yeah. Marie. We were I didn't hyping even that see one up. that. Dude. We were hyping that one up. Yep, yep, yep. Sick. Didn't yeah, like that one. I did not like this year for movies. Yeah. Looking through this, I'm like, man, TV what a shows, bummer. Though. Midnight Mass. Remember, I care Amazing. a lot. We did an I care a lot episode. Yeah. What a fucking mediocre movie. Yeah. But apparently, people like that more than The Matrix for some reason. <laughs> you guys tell me what that's about. Uh, that's on you, listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's on y'all. Uh, <laughs> Spiral came out this year. Oh yeah, Spiral a new Saw movie. I just thought Spiral was fine. Candyman, big oh, disappointment. I was gonna say, I think so sad. We're all going to the World's Fair. <laughs> oh, there were yeah. I think some it, big disappointments. I would agree year. that this is a really disappointing year because there were so many disappointments. Yeah, that I like things I had really high hopes for ended up being really flat. I think my biggest disappointment. I think it probably is Candyman. It's either yeah. that or Last Night in Soho. There's no way Candyman. Candyman was gonna be bad. Oh yeah, Last Night in Soho. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I wanted dude. to. I God. wanted to tell you guys this also because I just realized this. This is like just a middle chunk of my list. Spider Man is number thirty-seven on my list. <laughs> really? And above that is Mitchell's versus the Machines, Zack Snyder's Justice League, That's a good one. Godzilla versus Kong, That's a good one. Conjuring four or three. That was a disappointment. And Mortal Kombat. Isaac. I love, <laughs> I love you. I love you. Under and Mortal I Kombat. Respect your opinion. Shiva fully. baby, just above Mortal Kombat. Okay, now. <laughs> It is, though. It is. It's above. Yeah, no, I believe you. I believe your opinions. You. I love hearing your thoughts on things. How is Spider-Man... Be- Are you like Justice League better than Spider-Man? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I did. That's crazy to me. That's okay, Pig. but that's crazy I'm sorry. Pig is, my, Pig is my best seven of the year. That was a good seven. Yeah. Good, good eight for me, but... I don't remember where I put Pig. I think Pig's... Yeah. All right. You guys uh, ready to dive 20. into our collective top ten now? Yeah, let's do it. I just want to give one more shout-out to one Midnight Mass. In terms of disappointing years, I got my favorite... Piece of entertainment, maybe ever. Amazing show. I love Midnight Mass. Amazing show. One of the best. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Some okay. of the best horror in years. We, I think the only one I want to give a. Do you want me to do our top fifteen and same thing? I'll just rapid fire the top five, five fifteen through that. ten. Okay, here is the collective monolith 
top 15 films of 2021. Math-wise. Math-wise, right? We did the science. I made the fucking... The, the YouTube watchers, as long as the camera's still fucking recording, can see. I made a goddamn Google sheet. Look at this guy. I don't even think I turned the thing enough. It doesn't Look at matter. this guy. God, my shin is itchy. Uh, here we go. Number 15 for the Monolith Crew. What is that? On the count of three. Good stuff. Mm, good stuff. N- number 14, Pig. <laughs> number 13, No Time to Die. Mm. Number we, we could switch those if, if need be. I'd be all right with that. Number 12, The Last Duel. Wow. Number 11, Spider-Man No Way Home. Even though I put it as number 37. If you kept that as a 10, that would crack the top five. Yeah, Just in fact, like- Jake dropped it down <laughs> to an eight. Oh, man. I got to him. <laughs> I got to him. Nope. I want to tell you, Jake, you can't let him get to you like this. <laughs> he didn't get to me. He's I only half top a star 10. higher than he didn't I did. Get to me. Yeah, dude. One point higher than me. <laughs> All right, here we go. The top 10. Here, here's the thing. I mean, I still, I, that movie jumped from 37 on my list to 11 on our collective list. So, yeah. All right. Uh, number 10, The Father. Great movie. Interesting that it made it to our list, but math-wise, it's there. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. We get. We all gave it an eight, and that's better than our my seven of Spider Man. <laughs> Math checks. The father out, is man. better than No Way Home. And the, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. The father is beautiful. Now here's an interesting one though, because the father is so good, right? But number nine, The Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, God damn it. We could switch those, but for me. The suicide. I will never watch the father ever again. It's too fucking sad. I do really yeah. like the suicide. Squad. And the, su- and the suicide, suicide Squad was, was surprisingly one of the good. best action movies of the year. One in of the best movie, in a year where movies. we did not get very many good superhero action movies. One hundred percent. Really good. How's about that, dude? Last night in Soho and Candyman were disappointing, and the Suicide Squad was <laughs> is our top really cracked the top ten. James Gunn is That's better crazy. than most artistic directors, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> number eight, Red Rocket. Here's where I wanted to really, if, we, if we're going to give it the props that it deserves. Looks great. Simon Rex is so good. Full frontal male nudity to yep. sync. And I meant to talk about this, but uh, I don't know uh, if we want to spoil it necessarily, but what did you guys think of the end of that movie? It brought it good from question. a soft seven to a soft eight for me. Really? Like the actual end scene? Mm-hmm. For me, I didn't get it, right? But I read someone's review that I was like, wow. That's actually really scary. <laughs> they basically they said the movie ending with that song just playing backwards in this weird like fucked up way, and he's having this fucked up vision of this girl, is a lot scarier when you rewatch the movie because that song is playing at the beginning of the movie, and you basically think about the fact that we have no idea where he just came from, doing God knows what to whoever the fuck he was just fucking with. Like, mm-hmm. and he's beat up, and it's like yeah, this piece of true. shit who's roaming town. We have no idea how many people's lives he was just fucking with. Yeah. And I was like, that is actually really cool. That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I can so, see that also. Damn. Uh, I think yeah. also, too, Sean Baker... I mean, king king of the open interpreted yeah, endings. Yeah, exa- that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, that's a lot like the Florida Project ending, uh, and I love the Florida Project. Good ending. Number seven, Titan. We yeah. could arguably a lot of these could swap around because most of these are average eight. I'm still but, surprised that one, the Palm Dior. Pretty sweet yeah, though. It is pretty and sweet. And it's also, I don't know if you saw guys saw this, it is not on the short list for best international movie. Yeah, no, France, I don't even think picked it to go to the Oscars. France. But to be fair, I don't think it would have won at the Oscars. Still. Insane. It's pretty. That's their <laughs> biggest that. fucking blunder since they didn't send. What did they do last year? That was like, what? Why did you guys not pick that? I don't they remember. picked that Les Mis movie. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Oh, France over portrait. Sucks. Over portrait. 
Um, they didn't uh, pick Portrait. Uh, France, fools. I'm in a bad mood. I don't know what the fuck they did. France is also harboring Roman Polanski. Look, so. thanks, for the, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the fries and the toast, but uh, stay in your lane, please. Did you, know, did you know What's that... There was like a push in like the t- early 2000s, like when we wanted to invade Iraq and France was like going to vote against that, that Americans started calling them freedom fries instead of French fries as like a protest. I'm not eating any freedom fries. America is so fucking stupid. <laughs> that is the stupidest shit. All right. Uh, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Iraq, didn't we? Uh, okay. Number six, Spencer. Yeah. All right. We already talked about it. Checks out, dude. Here we go. Agree with it. Top five. Here's here's where we here's where the juices get cooking. Number five. Another round. Nice. All right. I'll I'll take that. Number four. The card counter. Hell yeah. Much higher than I was expecting. Me too. But two nines and an eight. That's what the math does. Paul Schrader. You guys both get that a nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Which is interesting because I think I only gave First Reformed an eight, but to me, I I don't think that it's better. So I do. First Reformed is one. Okay. Like I was saying earlier, First Reformed is one that like two months later I was like. God, that's a good yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, I think... You just I think don't Paul, know what to expect at first. Yeah. That's and like I think just, I appreciate... Sorry. No, I think good. I appreciate Card Counter because of First Reformed. That makes sense. Right, go ahead. Yeah, I think... I was about, about so to pretty much say the thing. I think First Reformed gave me a, a much better idea of... Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader's style yeah. and just his, his general way of filmmaking. And I think that makes me just off the bat appreciate card counter more also paul schrader just in general is a pretty controversial guy and it's pretty fucking hilarious that he put this at the top of his list but now that i've seen him can't really blame the guy <laughs> can't really yeah, blame, can't the guy. blame him good movie <laughs> uh number three the green knight i had to do it to him for ethan oh, ethan yeah. gave this one a 10 that has to count for something third best film of the year at least and it's a good one i think i need to rewatch the green knight i think, so I think when i rewatch it i'm gonna be like fuck what i said it's <laughs> great um I still give it eight. Fuck the eight. <laughs> yeah, it's a great Fuck score. the eight. It's a nine. <laughs> um, number two, Judas and the Black Messiah. Surprise, Ooh, surprise. It's surprise. there. And number one, even though it ranks so low on Ethan's list, Dune, because Dune. it's the only one that two had of us gave a ten. We had to do. You know, we had to Dune it to him. <laughs> we couldn't. What, what could we do? Great visual meme. Yeah, exactly. Great. The people, uh, the people watching on YouTube, the six people watching this are gonna love that bit. <laughs> six. Hundred maybe. Yeah, exactly. Here's what's interesting though. We had an average ranking of Dune of nine point six 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 seven, right? It's a little devilish. Pie. The average rating though across Letterbox, IMDb, and Metacritic, seven point six seven. Interesting, right? The highest of our list that uh, across those averages is actually The Father, eight point five, and then follow up from that is Spider Man No Way Home, eight point one. Which had a collective a letterbox rating of eight point four, which is a bullshit if you ask me. The set that it tied I'm so sorry, higher than Dune, higher than Judas and bit. Black Messiah. Just turn it down for a little bit, please. Isaac doesn't like that. And please. I'd like to rebring up again that Midnight Mass tied Dune for ratings it wise did. It in did. our little group here. Exactly, Freaking great show. Maybe next year we'll 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 shorten this episode and add some TV shows in there to make it fair. We got follow follow the house of usher. We do, and we've got Ooh. we can do like six. We can do the boy season three. Yeah. We can do ha- the succession season four. We, yeah. can, we got plenty, Lots plenty of, TV of shows. shows around the corner. Euphoria season two. Oh, got it. oh god, a couple more days. A couple more days. The fucking basketball show. The basketball. Oh man, this is the year of TV, man. <laughs> TV making a comeback. Yeah, golden age of TV coming back. But that's it, folks. That's the monolith movie of the year. What was the monolith movie of the year last year? Beast me, boss. Minari. Interesting. Yeah. 
movie doesn't hold up that much. It's a good movie. It doesn't hold up. You forgot it. You haven't watched it. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's forgettable. (laughs) Forgettable. Great movie, but forgettable. It's a little forgettable. But Dune, I think, is... I'm I'm, I'm happy with Dune at the top top spot of the year. I I talked a lot of shit on Dune, but I do think once we get part two, it will... As a collective whole, it'll 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 come together. It'll be really And plus, I mean, yeah, yeah, you talk shit on it, so you're five, though. It is seven. Oh, it's seven. Never mind. And you also still gave it a nine, so it's like... uh, (laughs) It's still good stuff, but... Look, I don't know. We got anything else to talk about? Let me see what we're at. Let me see what we're at time-wise, including our breaks. Hour and a half? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. No, I guess we can close shabby. with just uh, an idea of what's coming. Oh, yeah. Um, that's true, actually. Yeah, we've got some. Idea. Yeah, so that's we're, our top ten. Let's just say everything's changing. <laughs> we're <laughs> let's done. Let's just say, don't get used to this, folks. Let's just say we're only going to be seeing you on weekends from here on out. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. We <laughs> only see them on weekends anyways, don't we? Let's just say mommy and daddy are taking a break. <laughs> Let's just say you're going to have two Let's just say it takes two. Oh, my God. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, can I talk about It Takes Two for a minute? Yeah. Sure. Great game, great right? Game, great game. We can, let's, let's do a quick 2021 top of just in general. We don't have to spend too much time on it, right? Yeah, I'm hungry. So. But we've got to <laughs> spend too much time on it. We've got to, we, we made it to an hour and a half, cut out like 10, 15 minutes of that. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's true. We've got some, we've got some time got to A little wiggle room. Yeah. Got to be careful, though, because whenever we do this, we go two and a half hours. Yeah, we go yeah. Easily talk 45 for minutes. It Takes Two is a great game. But I, I kind of have a big issue with, like, the plot of that game. Like, I don't mm. really like that message at all. Like, what a, Oh, yeah, it's very you, nuclear family. And it's very much like, you just need to work it out. Even though I'm like, I mean, some people just need to get divorced. Like, for <laughs> yeah. sure, they just need to get divorced. But great game other than that. Mm, yeah. What's your top game of 2021? Returnal. Didn't even play it. I, it's like a hell game, right? <laughs> Super hell. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know what you're talking about. That's the, that's the fucking tiny oh, whiny, damn it. tiny whiny game. Which yeah, I'm going to show you a trailer. I know, but it's recording. I know. I hopefully, hopefully it's recording. <laughs> Shit. Well, I would want to pull up the full list because I actually played like a good bit of games this year that came out. Halo mm-hmm. Infinite's on there. No, yeah, we got to just do tops because I don't even fucking know what I played this year. No, that's fine. I'm I just saying. This year. It's just weird because I played like a lot of games this year. It was like I played nine games this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal. Oh, yeah. Rift Apart was this year, huh? What was your top game of the year? The only one I played is It Takes Two. Fair. What, does Ghost of Oh no, my PS5 game of the year is NBA 2K22 for sure. <laughs> I've put fun? over 100 hours into that game already. Really? You oh, got it like absolutely. a month or so. I have. This is exciting. I'm glad we brought this up. I have been over the last few months playing an entire season as the Jazz. Wow. And how right are we looking? Now, how are we looking? <laughs> right now I'm in the Western Conference Finals against the Blazers. Fucking both wow. games I played against them, I doubled their score. So, Dude, I love yeah, that. We're a smooth sailing. I love that. I'm going to have to bump up the difficulty. I was going to say, yeah. I don't know what difficulty you're on. but <laughs> I was on, I'm on normal difficulty pretty much. So I got I to gotta go to hard. It's, I play Mortal Kombat 11 on very easy because don't need to play that story <laughs> mode fucking challenging myself for some reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah but every other game I, I like, I've, 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 I have discovered that I'm comfortably picking hard on almost every game Hell I play yeah. now, which, I, which I like. I like That's that. to do it, man. Good That's feeling. to do it, yeah. Um, but, okay, hold on really Give quick. me some 2020 releases that I maybe played because I, I, I'm i I'm in Ethan's camp. I have no fucking Rift idea. Rift Apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really Good. quick. 8 out of 10. Returnal. Okay. Is number one. Okay. Yeah, I almost tied with It Takes Two. From okay. It Takes Two is number two. The reason is I like them both almost equally, but they're just so fucking different. And Returnal's yeah. whole thing is so... Goddamn good. I really want you guys to play it. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it Takes Two is number two. And then number three, it's not num- my number three on GG right now because I need to change it. It's Psychonauts 2. 
Mm. That game is really good. Never heard that. Never heard life. of it. I think if I show it to you, you're gonna be like, I never want to play. Oh, this. is it yeah. the fucking ugly little boy with the glasses? Yes, it oh is exactly. God, yeah. I'll never play that game. I'm so sorry, Jake. I'll never play that game. <laughs> That's okay. I, I knew that. But like, it's so good. That platforming gameplay is like top notch. That about, game has been being made for like over a decade. I think. Methinks you're forgetting one. Hmm. That I thought I thought for sure was gonna be your number three. Halo? No, Metroid. Metroid? Oh yeah, Metroid's oh, on yeah. there. It's three right now. But oh. I think Psychonauts is going to take it over. Yeah, I can't yeah. decide. Okay. Metroid Dread was also really good, too. Metroid Dread is like one of the best side-scrollers I've ever played in my life. If this year has taught me anything, it's that I'm not nearly into video games as much as I thought it was. Yeah, skip, remember last skip, year skip, when skip, I got skip. my fucking play, play hours and I was second out of the three of us? I had the most, <laughs> second most play hours? That was insane. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> this year changed. I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. I played so much 2K22. Um, <sighs> Halo's on there kind of in the middle. I still really liked it, but... In the middle. Rift Apart's like my last of the year. Pretty whatever year for games. I think I, I think it, mine's got to be It Takes Two then, because unless Ghost of Tsushima PS5 counts, then... Yeah, it count. Okay, then. Yeah, it's, it Takes Two, for sure. But, I guess if you want to, I mean, I don't know if we're going to wrap up right now, but if you want to, you played a lot of games that are from 2020 this year, like Ghost of Tsushima. Which is great. Great game. Probably my that's favorite like the best game. One you this that's year? probably my favorite game that I played period this year it's so Thank god you finally got into it yeah yeah great game i'm, I'm glad i finally picked it up and hey we got we all got ps5s that was a big big moment oh, for 2021 dude well we had ps5s in 2020 but. yeah that's fair i got mine in <laughs> january or february so big that's still for pretty me. quick though yeah, like yeah. there's big still people who me. can't get one yeah that's rest crazy. in peace to those guys pour one out losers, for them. sorry folks what's your best song or album or artist just pick one porches good you already said the uh porches album. told me yesterday all day gentle hold i think it's called I think I like, yeah, Spirit of the Beehive is one. Spirit of the Beehive. I like the, my favorite album of the year is the Get Back 2021 mix album. <laughs> the 2021 versions of those songs. I just. Get back, Loretta. I just have no fucking idea. When, when did, when did my, like, agenda come out? Starcross came out also. Oh, that was a good album. That, that was might really be, good. That yeah. might have been album of the year. That was pretty good. Did mm. my, uh, I might. 2020 was okay i'll give it a star cross that was a good album but apparently i also loved planet her by doja cat this year which (laughs) it was on it was in rotation for sure so i'll go star crossed and planet her my favorite albums of the year but i didn't listen to a lot of music this year yeah fuck music fuck music we're a podcast (laughs) fuck music we're a podcast (laughs) um that's true it does eat up our time oh what's 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 the number one podcast of the year for you isaac well, outside of Mono Filmcast, of course. Um, Cruise Control, great podcast. Hilarious. But also I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, revolutionary left radio. A lot of Red Menace. A lot of Gorilla History Pod. Blowback was good. And let me think. I got one more on the docket. You already named all these a couple of weeks ago. I asked what yeah. your number one was. Number one, I'm going to probably give it to Cruise Control. My favorite podcast of the year. My number one's also a little biased. A little biased. A little biased. It's a good podcast. I rediscovered No Dunks, which I'm obsessed with. Yeah, that's good. That might be my number one this next year. But like, in that's terms a- of like uh, nights where I just need to turn off my brain and be happy, uh, this is important for sure. To, yeah, took the cake. That's a good one. It's a very crass show. Mm-hmm. Very crass. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fart jokes. Genuinely, really funny though. But yeah, that is that is absolutely my go-to. I've listened to every episode three times by this point. But that's my go-to. Just like. I just need to chill out. I chill. need to be happy for an hour. Yeah. Also, I don't listen to no dunks in podcast form, so I don't know if I can count it. I watch the. I'm, a, I'm part that of the counts. stream team. I can't. So the stream team. You're saying go jazz. No, I, I turn off the comments. I can't stand that shit. <laughs> you watch, where do they stream? Twitch. YouTube. YouTube. Oh, yeah. they stream on YouTube. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's my my more. I do my first hour of work at work. Eight o'clock. Set my reminder. Get my cup of coffee. 
throw on no dunks on my laptop screen, plugging away, morning, doing my sweat. stupid, Whoa. and they're like, yeah. Doing your stupid little job. Friends. Doing their stupid little things, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. It is good stuff. That sounds like a cozy morning. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, I don't know anything else that came out in 2021. Um... Favorite. I mean, we don't need to stretch. Berry? We don't need to stretch. <laughs> oh, Definitely like Delta. Delta, yeah, Delta, Delta was not too bad. Delta yeah. Center, Delta Flights, Delta Delta Arena. Oh, Delta Center. Yeah, Delta Center. Yeah, Delta Farce. Remember that movie? All right, Delta gets number one on our COVID variant list. A lot of people did die from COVID this year. Omicron. That was a very disappointing one. Yeah. Still living through it. <laughs> now we're just fucking rambling for no reason. <laughs> what do we know? Literally, I'm gonna let Ethan do the what do we know, and then. But here's what here's what's it. happening. It's already over. Here's what we do know. Here's what we do know. Here's what we do know. This is the last episode of the here's season. Here's what we do know. Dune. Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> All right, go. Last <laughs> episode of the season. We are going to be taking off at least one full month before we come back for season four, possibly more, and almost definitely a little more, because we're coming back, and we're coming back bigger and better and stronger doing harder, it harder better, better. Faster, exactly harder. yeah rip it buy it use it break it fix it all that to the whole podcast in the next month and a half or so so we'll probably be back in what march we'll be back probably around march at the latest by batman that's the latest oh, for yeah. sure yeah we're gonna be talking about Batman. the batman has got to get an episode so. and the oscars are in april so we'll and, yeah obviously we'll, yeah but we're going to be launching a patreon <laughs> so maybe we'll launch it a bit early so if people who Want to sign up for it before? I mean, well, I technically said that this was going to have some Patreon exclusives yeah. in it. Yeah, so which, maybe I'll just give it out for free this this time because it would uh, be kind of weird to have a Patreon exclusive thing for the last episode of the season. So we'll call this a taste of the Patreon exclusive. Okay, <laughs> but the, we are going to be doing some a couple different tiers with a couple different things that come into those tiers: some pre-show, some extra episodes, some bonus things. Uh, we're going to be trying... So that's number one. Number two is as long as this phone is still recording, this is the first episode. I know last time I said it was the first episode, but camera stopped recording after about 18 minutes. This time, hopefully, as long as that shit is still recording, first episode going up on YouTube live. So from then on, if that works and the people like it, we will be in visual form as well. We are going to... Video listeners. Yeah, both. And we're going to try and figure out some Podcast stuff. Podcast watchers. But we've got a bunch of other stuff on the docket as well that I don't think we need to give our whole plan away. But that's the two big ones. Episodes are getting shorter. shorter. Episodes are going to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> that's a big uh, one. And we're going to start Twitch streaming. Fingers crossed, folks. We've said we that before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Deja vu. We've, we've been down that road before. But, but now we, we have a real plan. We, we have a real plan on how to do it. Makes sense. Are we going to talk about the plan at all? Or we nah, they don't need to know about the plan. And we're still working out the plan. So We know it. We just don't need to tell them. Well, we're working it out. We're going to the kinks. We're going to the kinks. Uh, oh, I'll, Jake won't be on next season. That's the other thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jake. <laughs> uh, Glad just, we decided to kidding. ambush him on the podcast <laughs> yeah. so he can't do anything Yeah, about it. exactly. I do not like this. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Jake. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, not a bit. Well, I you. hope so. Not a bit, so. Couldn't have done it without you. Um, but <laughs> Thanks. Genuinely, that's it. That's it for us. What do we know? We're live in Lava Hot Springs. Great to be in Lava Hot Springs recording this podcast. Yep. Uh, set it up in the living room of this hotel. I'm sure they're going to be like, um, that's not authorized. <laughs> Didn't the neighbors upstairs are like, holy shit, they're still recording that fucking still podcast. Two hour long cast. Screaming in the mics. What are they talking about? Remember half two an hour hours? ago when they were like, hour and a half, not bad time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to go fucking eat some pizza. Jokes are going to I'm going to get rowdy. We're going to go get some yeah, rowdy. And there will be some Beatles songs sang. We're going to go try our best to hopscotch around the Omicron variant that's floating around out here. Well, we'll show. try. We're boosted up, though, so we should be all right. We'll try. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Isaac. You can follow me on Letterboxd. You know, I decided I don't use Twitter enough anymore to make it worth it. Me no either. one's following me, me on Twitter, Twitter anyways. Twitter is kind of hard to do. I've decided tweeting. that I'm not a social media guy. Me neither. I'm a, I, so Letterboxd is my most active. So if you want to follow yeah. me on Letterboxd, you can, at Isaac Raman. Jake, where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd, at underscore Moonsented. Ooh, Jake fancies himself a tweeter, I guess, huh? <laughs> Ethan, what about you? I'm with Isaac. I'm not tweeting shit. I tweet something, it doesn't get any likes, I delete it. <laughs> that's, a, that's the worst. <laughs> the, you know what's the worst is, for me, I tweet something, and then I get retweets that feel sarcastic. <laughs> I'm like, that is even worse. Like I, re- I tweet something specific, and then Steven's roommate retweets it, and I'm like... Feels like you're making fun of me. <laughs> what does that supposed to mean? I hope not, but that's what it feels like. I have notifications on for all of you guys. Calissa is, is, does it the most for sure. But oh, I'll Calissa's, always be like, and Calissa's good at Twitter. Calissa's good at social media. Oh yeah. yeah, her tweets are really funny. But yeah. almost always we'll see like a, a notification. It's usually Calissa saying like, "This is a funny tweet. I'm gonna go like it." Good. This tweet's been deleted. Yeah, she's bad about that too. Yeah. I don't know why. She's got about a five second span. She's like, "No likes delete." I'm like, yep. "Okay." Eh, I'm kind of the same. I'll, and I'm I'll dead man's bones. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. We need to hijack your moment. <laughs> You can also follow the podcast on our Letterbox HQ page, Twitter, Instagram, all and Facebook at Monolith Pod. Follow us on Letterbox HQ, folks. We've got some big stuff planned for at Letterbox HQ. Yeah, that's the big one. That's the real one. And fuck everything else. Hopefully, you can find this at Mono. I think we're going to be pasting this on pasting. That's not the word I want to use. Posting. Posting. Pasting. That's funny. Uh, anyways, it's funny. Paste it. We're posting this on YouTube on the account name Monolith. I don't know yet. Podcast, probably. Because we've got more things in the works than just the films cast, me thinks, that are going to be going on that YouTube channel. So, a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. Monolith, when we do the Monolith Books cast and we just talk about our favorite books of the year. Oh, favorite book of the year. You guys reading any new books? Nope. I read Harry Potter 2. Chamber of Secrets? That's good. It's funny to call it Harry Potter 2. All I read this year <laughs> um, were the subtitles. <laughs> I, that's true. I turned my subtitles off, so can't relate. Really, nah. But. <laughs> I the the YouTube link will be in the description for the episode for sure because this episode will be posted hopefully. So call that a subtitle. That you can find us on Patreon. Hopefully, we'll put up that at some point in this off season. We will open the Patreon subscriptions. We will also make it so that the s- subscriptions don't start until the actual season of the show starts. Because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that's fucked. Yeah. Unless we want to do an off, we can do some off season shows some if we needed to. Shit. If we want to. Um, but yeah, that's it for us this fo- this week, folks. Music's by Cassette Drift. The podcast is available everywhere. Thank you for supporting us and listening to it. Hope everyone had a good new year. Monolith Filmcast is signing out for now. See ya. See ya.